Welcome back to the Awfulest Podcast. There is, I am your host, Rolf, also known as Fonz. Uh, with me this week, uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you would know that my co-host for the show, or the co-host for the show, is Damien. But uh, Damien's out of town this week, and so since we have started recording these at uh, Visual Street Films headquarters, uh, I wanted to have uh, Alonzo and uh, KB. Uh, well, Alonzo is the owner, and he runs everything here at Visual Streets. He runs Offici- everything. Officially the creative director. There you go. Uh, I was going to say, there needs to be a title. Yeah. I forgot to ask you before <laughs> we started, but it's fine. And KB also works here. Uh, he's also an artist that I know, uh, have, have known for quite a while now. And uh, yeah, we're all here hanging out. Uh, Dame, if you're listening to this, which you probably will, but then you'll be back, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> we're, we're doing it without you. It's fine. Uh, he's listening to it right now. No, it's, it's in fine. his head. Actually, Damien is at, um, he's in Maryland right now, and um, he is doing a 24-hour live stream for charity with, um, with the uh, Irrational Passions podcast. I fucking, it's a mouthful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> over, over there. And uh, yeah, they're going to be doing that uh, on Saturday, so tomorrow. But by the time this is out, it'll already be over. But if you know Damien, go 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 check that out. He's doing a good thing for a good cause, and uh, yeah. So well, it's anyways. pretty cool doing do, doing something for a cause and and doing something that in an area where you want to be in. So exactly, you, know, you just go and, you do certain things for that for sure, and you build yourself up. Yeah, you just build a community. I've always thought of it. You know, you always want to put you want to be surrounded with people that are gonna make you better or like make you want to work. Like you want to be with the people that you want to be with are doing the same thing that you are doing yeah so well they say that you're you know you're the sum of the five people that you hang out with most you know so if you got you know boys that are doing you know radio work and production of any kind and you know making videos or you know making beats you're gonna be doing that and yeah. you're gonna it's gonna Speaking be a competition beats, <laughs> yeah thank you fish we can hear the beats it's, <laughs> it's good no it's good though you know that's what i like um Podcasts are kind of unofficial in that way. I mean, this is probably—is this your first podcast? Uh, this is my very first podcast. You too, K- KB? Is your first? Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, they're not like official. Obviously, it is like kind of it's 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 in the format of like almost a talk show or something like that. But like, it doesn't have to be official. There could be shit going on in the background, you know, like and people just hanging out, you know, making beats. It's cool. And uh, me? No, that's not a goal of mine. <laughs> It might just happen. You're just that. Maybe you, know, you, you do have the voice for it. I guess. Yeah, definitely. That would be cool. But I mean, first and foremost, I consider myself as an artist, and you know, want to keep working on music and stuff. But I mean, yeah, if an opportunity like that came by, definitely, I have the experience now. But um, we got to remember that uh, anything you do creatively, you are an artist. You know, whether you believe it or not, or you know, if you're really trying to be an artist, then it's like eh, you're just an artist. Mm-hmm. You, you create shit. Yeah. And create dope shit. You're an artist. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely. Um, really? Yeah, that's cool, dude. I rap on mics all the time. Yeah. Actually, hear myself talk is pretty. It's it's awkward. KB's uh, about to spit hot fire. <laughs> we might we could do a freestyle at the end. Um, but no, I, I had the same thing when I first started uh, doing the podcast. Like, um, yeah, well, that and like it'd be me. A lot of me and Damien just kind of clawing at words <laughs> trying not to pause as much and like even if i we did pause i might go back and edit it but you know either way it is funny hearing yourself talk and like trying to like force not really force a conversation but like i think that's what a podcast is supposed to be it's just uh, open communication it's just yeah. talking about 
you know, uh, he told me local events. You can That's talk about anything. It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great, and you know, conversations. It, it, it's just a conversation between a few people, and that's it. And yeah. hopefully, some people are listening and they take something from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there are people listening. We haven't really gotten feedback a whole lot yet, but I like I know how many subscribers we have and stuff like that. So I know they're out there. You know, just reach out one day. <laughs> well, I, what I'd like to see. I mean, I've always liked podcasts. You know, listening to it in the car, or mm-hmm. you know, while you work out, or yeah. take, you know, run, or just anything. You know, like even while you're editing, you could be listening to it. And there's a lot of people like spin some really, really good knowledge. You know, so um, I want to do a podcast and bring you on with that for the business clients that I have. Yeah, talking about business in the Bay Area. You know, mm. construction or you know. Um, Whatever business you have, like, let's all come together and create a platform. So right, right. I think a podcast would be great. Well, since you mentioned that, um, I, I didn't mention it too much, but you want to give, like, a rundown of what what, uh, what, what goes on here at Visual Street? Um, sure. I kind of gave a little bit of, like, a little synopsis last time we were here. but So we are at uh, official, the HQ, the new HQ of Visual Street Films. Yes, right. And, um, you know, we looked and looked and looked for months. I was in a 400-square-foot office and priorly... Primarily, I was just um, primarily, excuse me, primarily, (laughs) I was by myself. Right. And I was shooting in the mornings, editing in, you know, the afternoons and evenings and running the business. And uh, up until six months ago, I was like, okay, you know what? We're growing. We're getting more clients. We need to, like, do something more. Mm -hmm. Um, But Visual Street Films, we we do videos. We do photography. We now have, we built a recording studio. Uh, for all the artists that surround me, uh-huh. I'm not trying to get up on the mic except for these uh, podcasts. <laughs> yeah, except maybe. for podcasts. <laughs> but you know, it's it's a great place. It's gonna it's a great place for creatives to you know create. You know, we're out here. KB, you know, it's past five o'clock. You know, he leaves at <laughs> five, but he's here. We're chilling. We're making dope shit, and it's a good crew to beat around. So we're super excited. But video, photography, music production, and uh, logo design. Uh, you know, where we have um, Jackie, who Espejo designs, and now she's bread, bread, slice. bread slice designs, I and believe. she's dope. Yeah. I mean, super yeah, dope talent. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out. So, No, that's great. I mean, uh, I, lo- I love the work you guys do here. Uh, when I was first introduced to this, you know, this whole operation, I was like, I was very impressed. You know, I liked how you do your business. And now that I've gotten to know you more, like, I, I really feel comfortable here, you know. Well, we like having you too, man. I mean, we've actually had conversations and, you know, Fish and I, we kind of run this this ship here and uh, yeah. we captain the ship and we just want to be involved with people that are like-minded and are passionate about whatever they do. And, you know, the whole stigma behind uh, starving artists, you mm. know, they don't know how to sell themselves or make a business out of it. They could do amazing work, but if nobody hears about it, then it's it's kind of tough. So... Uh, I'm excited just to be surrounded by artists and help them out in the business sense how we can. We can make great money doing this. Companies need what we offer. So it's a very special time for this. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. What do you think about all that, KB? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it just reminded me of this friend that I had. I like using him for an example for some reason, but mm-hmm. he like is not like-minded with me at all. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you can curse. Whatever. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing like-minded. 
that's not cursing. <laughs> anyway, no, it's fine. Yeah, you could, I, I've talked about weed a lot on here. Well, Prop so 64. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, and, yes, Prop 64. And people need a vote. People need a vote, for sure. I feel like the only thing me and have in common is weed. And I feel like our outlets on, on things in life are just kind of different. And to be honest, usually when he talks, I don't want it to even go into my left ear. <laughs> I know it's going to go off the right, but I don't even want it to go through the left. Yeah. Like, I just don't want it to. Like... Well, when you say it like that, I know what you're talking about. That, that's like a lot of um, early days of like, like high school almost even. I, yeah, maybe that too. But I remember that in high school when I first started smoking weed. And like you just want to hang out with other people that smoke weed. Like that's just it. But then when you... The no, common the, ground. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, common ground, exactly. But then the, that's the only common ground you have. I've had hell, hell of friends that I've met through just weed. And, like, you know, some of them have become, you know, some of my good friends that I still talk to, but some of them maybe, you know, kind of just went off to the wayside. And I, was, I wasn't like that as a weed smoker. Hmm. I'm the type of, okay, so when I was, like, when I first ever smoked, when I was 13, mm-hmm. it was like, I just tried it because everyone was talking about it. I'm like, right, yeah, let me, you know. well, let me see what this actually feels like. I'll do it one time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time. You know, like, but when I would smoke weed, it would be with the homies, like, they usually wanted to smoke. And I was there, so I would just smoke. And then I would usually leave and be like, hey, I'm not smoking today. I got basketball practice or something, you know? And I remember someone would be like... Hey, Did you ever feel peer, uh, peer, peer pressured to smoke? Yeah, I felt weak towards peer pressure at one time. Like, yeah. that made me quit because I was oh. like, why am I falling under peer pressure? Right, right, right. And then and then at the same time, I, when I was sober all the time for two straight years before I tried another blunt joint, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I realized I still love weed in my heart, <laughs> and, and then I also realized that I don't need it, and that I can quit when I want, but I that's good. That's right. You were going to quit for 30 days. I remember that now. How long did that last? So I, I was kind of impressed, man. I mean, I was impressed for, I think it lasted more than a week. What's crazy is I wasn't impressed. I, I don't think I'll impress myself again until I beat that two-year mark, you know? Uh, okay. Mm. I feel like then, I, but, I, but then when I started smoking again for the past two years, I felt like I kind of do need it, but I don't need it as much. I just feel like I'm a, when I'm sober, I think I'm a very aggressive person. Mm. Like I think I, I, I have like my spasms. And I snap. A lot. You're more irritable. Yeah, I'm very irritable. You know, like mm. uh, felt like I don't like to deal with people's bullshit. I'm, I'm really quick to fucking to jump at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it also makes you uh, focus, and yeah. you know, I mean, I see you, and you know, smoke a little herb, and 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 editors. I mean, everybody. You know, I don't smoke as much as I used to at all, but once in a while, I definitely want to. Like, I have no problems with weed. I love weed. I love the smell. Mm-hmm. I grew up smoking weed since I was like twelve. I played football high. Like, I did everything <laughs> high. You know, and you come to yeah, the point, yeah, yeah. you know, where um, you kind of don't want to live on a cloud. And especially like trying to run a business or like oh, trying yeah. to do something, you need a little more. You need to you you can't be like living in the clouds. You need to like think clearly. But for like an athlete, you know, I think it's one of the greatest things. Instead of taking a bunch of meds and yeah, being so a bunch of painkillers, painkillers, pain and, and mm-hmm. this and that, dude, weed takes care of all that. Well, I don't know who it is. I don't know if you watch a lot of UFC or anything, but I don't really either. But um, I forget who it was. Oh, Diaz. Oh, yeah. Nate Diaz. Diaz. So apparently, Nate Diaz. he after every um, 
uh, or like during the press conference, he was just uh, smoking the the pen. Mm-hmm. You know the the the. Actually, it was it wasn't even it was um, a vape pen, but it was CBD oil, so it's not like actually THC. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they I guess they find him for that. But then it's like, why why are you finding a dude that's like? Li- you pay these guys to literally beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, and they beat the shit out of their bodies. Like that is that too. Yeah. That is a lot. Like I and, mean, <laughs> at UFC fighters like that they don't have a long. There's no longevity no. in sports, anyways. Fighters out of all the sports don't get paid that much either. Like they, they don't get paid that much. Like they don't make. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you think about, it, you see like the Nate Diaz is the the McGregor guy or. A, Exactly. That's the only people I can name. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah, unless you're one of those big names that I just named, you're probably, you know, somewhat well, struggling. It, but. It, it, you know, as a business person like you, it's like how many, how many asses uh, can you fill? You know, it's all about like the network that you have and, you know, say a UFC fight in Vegas and Nate Diaz brings fucking 100 people or you know a thousand people right. like your value goes up that quick and if you can't you know if you don't have that brand right. to attract people in that way then your worth your value goes down so i don't think like smoking weed has anything to do with how much you make like it's like whether you make you know a million dollars a year or you make twenty thousand dollars a year like if it's going to help you uh you know recover better yeah i think it's all good like it should be all good. Well, and the big thing was what I was saying is with the Nate Diaz dude. He was he wasn't even smoking like a. a, a it wasn't THC technically. It's CBD. CBD is like the more of the uh, you know actually uh, relieve pain, like physical pain. You know, mm-hmm. after the dude just fucking fought for I don't know how long those fights are, but you know, fought for a couple hours or whatever, prepared. And, you know, he's exhausted. You know, yeah, you just look at the guy's face and you're like, yeah, that dude needs some weed. Yeah, no, it's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, that, he's cool. It's ridiculous that they'll fine him for that. But yeah. I mean, it it kind of falls under the uh, I guess the drug policy that they have, you know, for steroids and sure. stuff like that, performance enhancing drugs. Kind of falls under the same so, thing. CBD. Is that illegal? CBD. Yeah. Well, it's a, it it comes from weed. It comes from the plant. It's just two different like chemicals. We're like, in C- Cali, so it's basically legal, anyways. Right? Yeah, you know. But I mean, weed in like marijuana, marijuana alone. It, the, the the plant, the the growing of it is illegal right now. But so what I'm talking about CBD, those are just the 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 the, the psychoactive chemicals that are in there. I don't know if that's right actually, but <laughs> those are the chemicals that are in there, not chemicals, but you know the properties of it. No, and it's already changing. Well, it's all the stigma. I think the biggest thing, you know, the reason why weed is illegal, it was political. You know, oh, it was when very it started, political. You know, when, when the laws first came and it was before prohibition of alcohol in, in, in 21 or 1920, 21, there was laws passed for weed in 1916, 1917 at that time all the farmers of marijuana were all of Mexican descent. Mm-hmm. So what they wanted to do is like, okay, one, they're making money off of it, which wasn't much, right? But uh, two, they're here in the States making money, and they're like, okay, this is a way for us to kick them out. Right. From, you know, they had been here for generations. Yeah. Well, that, and then also, have you heard of William Randolph Hearst? Yeah. <laughs> the paper guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the newspaper guy. For sure. Um, hemp, hemp is, uh, the, I believe, the, the biggest... Um, 
the biggest opposition of weed during that time and throughout the times is is the lumber yards. Mm-hmm. So it's political, it's money. You know, yeah. if if hemp is around, if hemp is hemp is one of the strongest fibers ever to yeah. to be known. I mean, you can make clothes, you can make anything out of you hemp, make plastic. You, you can make plastic. I mean, it, it's very very durable. So. In that case, there's there would be so many companies out of business, specifically the you know the newspapers or not newspapers but the lumber company. the lumber companies, yeah. right? So, well, and then a lot of those negative propaganda ads that came that came against you know yeah. people of color and then Mexicans as well, like oh only only blacks and Mexicans sure. smoke wheat marijuana. And they they're gonna go rape your they make some violent they're gonna go rape your daughters and well, shit. They, like, they had a whole campaign that was uh, that was like all fine for addicts, right? That was all financed by William Randolph Hearst, sure. and like, if you smoke weed, you will kill somebody. Right, like, reefer madness. Yeah, reefer you madness. Said that. I yeah, mean, yeah, shit. Yeah. It, it, it's it's very political, and it's still political today. Mm-hmm. The biggest reason why weed is not legal today everywhere uh, in the eyes of the federal government is it would put a lot of pharmaceutical companies out of business. Out of business. Yeah, so now yeah, it's grown into a whole thing. Now it's pharmaceutical, maybe not as much lumber, but oil even because pla- all plastics are oil. I don't know if people know that, but all plastics are oil. So I mean, hemp could easily replace that. But sure. um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Hopefully, it will come to an end next Tuesday, and it just well, won't be an issue anymore. Like, well, there are some. I mean, it's been up to vote for a while. Uh, for you know, a couple, times couple of ballots, and yeah, a couple of ballots, and I think people have the fear. You know, like people are just gonna like you know do everything high, and it's you know, there's just so there's so many more pros. To weed being legal than cons, mm-hmm. of course. Like I don't want my bus driver. I don't take the bus, but if I took the bus, I wouldn't want my bus driver to be you know hella high all it. the time, right? <laughs> and not because he'd like crash. Maybe mm-hmm. he would, but but he wouldn't even know where the fuck to take me. Right. <laughs> and then my cab ride would be fucking triple the amount of money. Right, right, right. It affects but, all facets of life. <laughs> right. So Uber, don't try it. Yeah. You know how, uh, when you drink, I don't know about y'all, but when I drink. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood, uh, passing out. And I'm not trying to keep up with nobody. Uh huh. Like I feel like. Oh, you were trying. You're trying to keep up. What you talking I about? Feel like more experience. I'm just like. <laughs> KB, for the record, KB was trying to keep up, and he did, and uh, you know, he went night night. That happens to me when I get too drunk sometimes, too, man. Don't feel bad. So, so usually, like, usually, when I drink, I feel like you know, there's like this red line, right? Right. And like. Oh, you cross that, huh? I shouldn't, but I want to pause real quick. Oh yeah. That uh, flashing red light. I think it's supposed to be a solid light. Oh, like press that button again. again. Has it been recording? Now it is. Oh, oh it wasn't recording that whole time. It was on standby. Uh, it's all good, there'll dog. be some good stuff coming up. Anyways, y'all. Um, hey, KB just hey, joined us. KB just, <laughs> KB just joined. joined. I've been here the whole time, but it wasn't recording. Hey, have, um, a, have a voice, brother. Have a voice. I'll try to fix that somehow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, right. guys. If uh, Well, that was our fault. But, all right, uh, y'all. Well, anyways, what we were saying was... KB's here now. <laughs> now we're here. When I drink, I feel like in my in my mental, like in my own head, I'm thinking, all right, I got this like red line drawn on a meter. Like once I cross this line, it's over. I don't. I might not remember this night, but like as long as, but like I, I usually tend to like, I tend to stay around the middle, and I, I do push it. Like I'm young, but 
when I smoke, I kind of look at the same way, except that I feel like if I'm not working or doing anything else or nothing creative or, or anything else for the day, I will never do it. I would never be high playing basketball, period. I never, I've done it a couple times, didn't, don't really like it, wouldn't do it. But when I'm like making music, when I'm hanging out, partying, whatever, I will smoke till the night is over until there's nothing left. <laughs> and, but I, but I, I do notice though, when I smoke like that, there's only there's only times for that because if you cross that re- if you cross that meter like you're on a different level where it's like okay you know like well, I, that happens with everything right I mean whatever you do you if you you got to have like a balance you know but like true. I've never heard of anybody like going into a liquor store and robbing them I mean seriously if they were just on you know high but if you're drunk you're gonna do a lot of worse shit if you're if you're, you're, if you're like drinking. you're you're uh, what's it called. Um, I don't even know what to call it, but just there's no limits almost. Like when you're, you're just, just like I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and like yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy things happen when you drink. You get That's liquid sure. courage. You're not as aware, so you yeah. might take something the wrong way and not even realize that he actually didn't mean it the wrong way because. Oh uh, yeah, I have some friends like that. Well, your <laughs> receptor, your receptors are down, and you're just yeah. like it's a one way street, yeah. you know. And I know shit. I drink whiskey. I you know I have to drink whiskey. Uh, you know. A little bit at a time, but if I'm taking shots, oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a night no matter what, a right. night to remember. Whether you know half naked on the Bay Bridge, uh, <laughs> on the oh Oakland God. side, or uh, or you know, in the TL till six in the morning. Oh boy, oh, God. oh boy. Oh God. Either way, it's not Either a good way, time. Good. <laughs> I've been I've been pretty good though. The 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 older the wiser the older I get. Uh, um, able to enjoy it and not just i mean i never take shots anymore really mm. you're just sipping you know yeah, having a good time knowing your limit you know yeah definitely <laughs> and part of it is like having to do shit the next day you know right like when, when you're 21 you're like fuck i just i'll fucking drink 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 and get up tomorrow you drink again and you just and, you it, cash and you'll you just keep going <laughs> yeah but i feel like i've already kind of hit that point of like all right I don't, it's a little crazy just going out every night and then like gonna have to like work the next morning or whatever oh, like it's a little but like much. When, when you work in restaurant industry man that's, that's all it is. every day right yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you know you work you get in there at four or five o'clock you work the night you get off maybe at one two in the morning and then what do you do you're up you're like Woo. I'm gonna go and then you got finally got, you got off you got some hot hotties you got some yeah, you know you got homies, some babes you, babes <laughs> and then you go to after hour spot and then you know yeah then yeah. it's six in the the morning and then you're like oh shit i gotta be at work again at nine you know mm-hmm. if you have a day job but right 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 it's a oh, it's a God. cycle it it's a vicious a vicious cycle Fuck. no it is and i've learned to just like just chill <laughs> just chill sometimes you don't think like get so, really drunk so getting back like we're, voting's coming up real quick right oh we yeah, got, yeah like, sorry, three yeah. days and we're talking about next tuesday know, 64 right prop 64 and mm-hmm. it's like there are some negatives to it too i mean there's you know, I actually did some research of this with my mom <laughs> all, on all the propositions because I was like, <laughs> well, I just told my mom, I was like, you know, I, I want to, this is the first year I'm voting actually. Nice. nice. So, Congrats. uh, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I was too cynical for the last one and, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but now I'm, I, I want to participate. I want to be part of the system, you know, anyways, uh, I just told her, I want to know like what I'm voting for. And then she was like, yeah, it's same. like she was feeling the same way. Cause she hadn't had time to really read them up. So we kind of just spent one night, uh, looking stuff up. And, uh, a lot of the, the, the people that are for no on, uh, legalization of marijuana, prop 64, the arguments are really weak. Like they're just, well, I just heard another one the other day that was like, mm. you know, on the level, like uh, a reefer madness. It was a, 
mm. you know, she was like, you know, there is um, a big percentage of people that have heart attacks because they smoke weed every day. Oh, I'm God. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Every day. What? And, and the guy, there was a panel that they were talking and like a guy like literally like fucking LOL, like hella loud <laughs> and fell off his fucking chair. And he like looks at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. There is zero research to show that. No. That it, on the contrary, it's going to help you. Probably. Right, exactly. But yeah, it's a lot of just false information, a lot of misinformation going on. Uh, there's a big one going on around Facebook right now. It's like, why you should vote no on Prop 64. All the reasons I read on that were just kind of bullshit. What were some of the reasons? Okay, so one of them is, um, what is it? Uh, okay, so the people that are, they don't want, the whole thing is when this discussion is coming up in different states too. Uh, there's this big thing of like how the states want to regulate this. A lot of states want to just have it be okay. This these six companies can grow weed and they'll sell it, and that's where that's that's it. Right. These six companies can do it instead gonna, of the other way of just let the free market decide. But they're trying to industrialize it and make it commercial, you know. Exactly. So that's a lot of people's worries that on mm-hmm. that are for no on Prop sixty four. They're like, it's going to become capitalized. You know, you're going to get. Uh, it's going to become big marijuana, you know, well, like I mean, big pharma, gonna, big marijuana. Like they're going to become like that. But it's like that's going to happen. It's like, going to happen anyway. It's going to happen either way because their argument is like this bill allows them to just and not even actually because from what I read. Um, OK, so you can't hold on. Let me let me gather my thoughts on this. <laughs> well, while you're gathering your mm-hmm. thoughts, you know, I mean, you have people that have been in the industry for a long time. And now that the federal government isn't really raiding anymore like they did. Uh, you know, a lot of the Oakland dispensaries and, you know, up north California, like there is they're kind of free to do it, yeah. you know, and as long as you have all your paperwork done right and they're getting taxed. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Prop 64 happens. They're going to get taxed a lot more. So those people that are already set up, they're like, hey, we're kind of cool. <laughs> we're we're running our game. And we're doing something good, and you know, so they're fine. So mm-hmm. I know they're scared about you know that being commercialized and industrialized in, in a manner of uh, you know, let's say. I mean, the reality is, I don't know if you know this, but Marlboro bought a shitload of acres up north in Mendocino County, mm. and it's already happening. The first one who brands marijuana the way you know these cigarette companies have been branded. Uh, they're going to win and they're going to take more. You know, yeah. I mean, you're going to go into the gas station and be able to buy, you know, a, a pack of weed sticks. <laughs> right. weed so that's their worry. And one of the uh, examples they use is like people like Trey Parker and the owner of Weed Maps will monopolize the, the, sure. the weed industry. I'm like, well, yeah. That's no shit. It sounds like a a get on my level type of thing. Yeah. And then like, but see, I would actually rather have Trey Parker and the guy of Weed Maps run that shit instead of fucking Philip Morris, you know? Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Either way. But like, so they're they're saying like, yeah, those guys, those tech guys are just going to completely monopolize the marijuana industry. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that's fucking the free market. That's the fucking world we live in. You know, that's the capitalism. Most people want to rally for capitalism. But when it comes to that, they're like, nah, like we don't want. I think it's just well I think that that ad has been paid for by Philip Morris cuz I actually did some research and mm-hmm. I was like who is who is funding, funding no on on uh, prop 64 tech guys would even be a problem No I mean I but think they want a monopoly is on it too yeah, the thing with capitalize. that's the what thing, I'm saying it's nothing wrong with that like that's how it works that, like I mean that's business that's available. free trade yeah. I think I believe in free trade I don't believe in monopolizing but the 
even it, I, weed will never be monopolized in that way. They could have big brands, and Marlboro will be able to sell. I don't know if you ever watched the show Weeds. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a really, really great show, and it was like I watched a, part of it. A part of it, well, like one of the last episodes. Uh, you know, if you've never watched it, spoilers. Listen, spoiler alert! <laughs> but they, you know, it's a family. You know, like uh, I think the husband died and left a bunch of debt. The mom starts, you know, getting the weed game. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and oh yeah, that's she like controls the basic... it with the with the cartel, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, the last episode is like ten years into the future, and they got like a weed cafe. Right, like something that like you would see in Amsterdam, but even more, it's like a Starbucks. It's like super yep. well branded, mm-hmm. and like regular people that you would never think smoke weed are in there yep. and just doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I believe with marijuana is it's it's already the the next um, gold mining, the gold uh, the gold rush. Right, so oh, yeah. everybody and their mama. I mean, I got. You know, I won't name any names, but I got some older people that I know in their seventies. They're trying are, to get into it. They're like. The, do you know how much money? I'm like, shit, I know, of course. But <laughs> I read. They're, they're like, well, I got a warehouse. <laughs> I got a warehouse. Maybe, you know, uh, <laughs> get, trying, get something to get, started. We should start know? talking. He's mentioned it a few times. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not in that business, but I, you know, I could be. Yeah. But the only thing, okay, because I like, I, I was, I was, li- I was thinking about the no on prop 64 mm-hmm. side for a while. Like, it, you know. I'm, I would like to say yes, but then there was a side of me that wanted to say no because I feel like I just don't want to go to Walgreens one day and then there's like mm. a pack of cigarettes. I mean, I, not cigarettes. So that's the, a pack of, uh, you know, some. But joints. why would you hate that? Like, because. Yeah, why would you? Then, then, <laughs> then it won't be as cool. More than what it's already worth. Oh, yeah, of course the prices are going to go up. It better be good. Yeah. Like, it, and then on top of that, like. But that's I had my stoner phase, and I also had my phase where I was just like the plug and didn't even smoke it. Mm. And and so that part, that side of me would say no too, but it would also that's why I also brought up get on my level. Mm. That would just mean you got to get on that level, like if it's going to be capitalized, you know. Yeah. It's a get on my level game now. But but just like the gold rush, I mean, who really made money in the gold rush? And I know KB and I have talked to, about this a lot, and. I believe, I absolutely believe in being the shovel. And what happened during the gold rush is that everybody and their mama from different countries came and and people in this country came out west from the east and they were like, we're going to make money, we're going to get rich. California, the Golden Gate, California, there's gold on the ground. I'm going to make it, Mm -hmm. right? But the real people who made money was... um, you know Levi's, right? They they sold they when they first sold it wasn't even jeans, right? They sold shovels. You know, every fucking miner needed a shovel. And so what this is going to come out of is everything that comes from it, like the, the lights, the, the grow lights, the education from it, the, um, you know, the, the soil. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can be that shovel and really you're be in the game but not in the game, right? Right. Um, be supporting the game. I think that's where the real, the real money is going to be. Right. And so it'll give enterprise to open enterprise to a lot of different people in the tech companies exactly that's right? the whole where that's coming from and i actually pulled up the thing because i, I wait, wanted to wait, think of some other said, things though, i remember so i kn- i learned about gary vaynerchuk maybe like a month or two before i met alonzo then i find out he hell likes get gary vaynerchuk yeah, then dick riding I, and shit. After we get back on tour, one day I just randomly pull again Gary Vaynerchuk because I was just like on the bus heading home and needed something to get my mind off of something. <laughs> you know, I was just like whatever. And then like Gary Vaynerchuk Chuck was talking about P 
people, social media, Snapchat, how people laughed at him when he said Snapchat was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. And then, you know, every when he was talking about all these social media points, he was pointing out, like, the only the, it's not, all of you people jumping on it, it's not going to work for you. The ones who first tapped into this market, yeah, yeah. this industry, like, that's... Gone. Yeah, if you're not in it, you're too late. Yeah, so that's like it's the like, same it's thing like stocks, with, like, with what he's saying. Sure. It's once like, once everybody gets into it, then it's time to go. Like if I see a hundred people going that going right, I'm gonna go left. Go left. But it's like the stocks. <laughs> like you know when you see that that stock became that much worth it, it's like well you're kind of too late. You should have yeah, came in when it was sure. worth the one cent. Well, and, like, and, and it comes back to fear. P- people fear so much of something that they don't know. So they're like, you know what, this Facebook thing. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit on it. I'm gonna wait. You know. And as a company, like if you're not on Facebook, if you're not on Instagram, Twitter's dying a little bit, but uh, dying a lot. Yeah. But Instagram <laughs> and, and, and Snapchat. If you're not reverse engineering the platforms that are out there right now, this is the new way of marketing. This is. Not even I don't even want to call it social media. This is new media. Mm. So if you're not doing producing videos, sharing your story through photos or you know, using this technology, then you're doing a huge disservice to the growth of your company, right? You can be stuck in the dinosaur ages, right. you know, whatever age you are. And Gary Vaynerchuk always says, he's like, you know, if you're 50, 60, life is not over. You know? No. I couldn't imagine like if you do something for 20, 30, 40 years and you retire. You people, would think that's it. People die at that point. They're like, I have nothing to do. Right. They slowly, like, shrivel. Like, I couldn't, I'm never, I'm always going to have a camera in my hand or yeah. something, you know? Even if you are retired, you'll just shoot some stuff for fun. <laughs> All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I just, like, I've never actually said this before, but I, I have this, like, maybe I only look at it like this, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's this social thing where people, at least in the United States, tend to think, towards their 50 if they think long term and they don't kind of think ahead of that they kind of think everything's over after yeah. that or everything's boring after that you know well people used to only live till 50 like <laughs> well people live till 30 or 40 50 and now people are you know, living to hundreds te- yeah i mean 80 you know like I mean, yeah that's like the average when i was young i was like i thought i was gonna die like a jim morrison's age 27 i'm like i better do everything <laughs> i can everything i can i mean you know within rockstar kind of uh right. you know with the rockstar mentality uh is like do everything you can before 27 because when when that happens you know it's it's over the hill and you're Mm -hmm. done you know like i'm 36 and i don't have kids i don't have you know i'm not married and i have a business that i really care about and i'm surrounded by 21 and 22 year olds that like (laughs) like give me blood give you you the energy (laughs) and and if anybody looks at me the way i act the way i you know like i don't feel like i'm trying to act 21 or 22 no i can connect with people of that age you know well, you're youngish you said they're 36 man that's man, nobody young. said that you nobody can't... thinks i'm 36 at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but shit everyone assumes i'm older but yeah. <laughs> you can't okay i i don't know about another thing that i i, I do like uh <laughs> when i worked at this other place that i was at before here you can feel people's youthfulness in them like do you still yeah. have that kid inside of you you know and some people let that go by the time they're out of high school. Oh, yeah. Like, they get old you know, real quick. By the time they're quick, in high man. school, they're already thinking, like, they're already thinking negative. They're already just hating life. They're already, they don't want <laughs> to even cynical. make, they can't even, they don't even have humor. <laughs> they don't even have a joke to make. You, you make a joke and they're in a bad mood already. And you, I feel oh, that like. also has to do with circumstance. Depends on, you don't know what that guy's been through, but. But yeah, like and that's true it. for sure. But but you can also like you know you take circumstance and you make the best out of it. You yeah. know, like I mean KB, like you 
there's there's so many things that we talked about that that um can we can see the glass half full or half empty you know but you have to make that choice every day and be like you know what you know what fuck it i i'm gonna like mondays and i'm gonna make mondays my bitch because it's a new opportunity and that's the way i see if you hate monday already then tuesday's gonna be like eh. then wednesday you're like okay okay now i'm ready then it's thursday and then friday you're like woo yeah yeah. About to get fucked up at the club. <laughs> Hump day. Uh, <laughs> Hump day. Uh, anyways. Um, oh, geez. We, we got off track on that Hump, one. Hump day is the gateway drug to the weekend. Right, right. <laughs> I just want to say uh, what, a few more things about the prop, the people against Prop 64, and then we can move on to some other sure. stuff. Um, okay, so one of the things that they were saying is that, um, you know, the they're like, okay, so they listed it like this, myth. Prop 64 will bring tax revenue to fund schools, healthcare, and infrastructure. Fact. No tax revenue will go to general fund under Prop 64. Contrary to, popular, to the popular assumption, Prop 64 states that none of the tax revenue from the recreational cannabis will go to the general fund. Instead, it'll go to a separate fund called the California Tax Fund, which actually does everything that the top thing said, like that they're not going to do. Like so, what they're saying is like it's not going to the general fund, but it's going to go to a separate fund, sure. and that's not good enough, I guess. And well, it's like, <laughs> what's going on? Okay, so let's let's kind of pick it apart a little bit and see where it's working. Everybody, the reason why Prop sixty four is up right now, um, and so many people are behind it, is uh, due to what's going on in Colorado. Right. A lot of people they have moved to Colorado and created businesses and uh, all around it and dispensaries and, and the schools are getting, you know, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Right. And in the streets and everything is kind of working. The economy is kind of working. Obviously, I'm sure there's like a negative to it. You know, I don't know too many of it right now, but mm. it seems to be working in Colorado. Yeah. I, for that argument, particularly the one I just read, though, it's... um. Because they're saying it's not going to even the marijuana, the separate marijuana tax fund won't go to to fund the things that they're saying, but it will. It's just their big issue is not going to the general fund, I guess, which is fine because then you could just take specific. You, then we know where that marijuana tax money is going. Well, the, I, absolutely. If it goes to the general fund, it's then like, there's a lot more people that just can a big get their mark. hands in it. Exactly. And, and the, the, the fear of not knowing. And their issue is like with the general fund, it'll only be. Um, Managed by uh, what's his name? The, the the dude Gavin Newsom. I like Gavin Newsom, but it's like I yeah exactly like he's a that that seems more trustworthy. He's got a pretty good track. I, I trust him, man. I mean, if that guy ever voted, uh, you know, uh, when he decides to run for president, I, I will definitely. From what I know so far, um, he's a great progressive. Like he, yeah, the way his mentality works, and he's L- LGBT rights and. Um, he cares about people and he's doing some really, really amazing things and surrounding himself with those types of people. He's definitely a leader to watch out mm-hmm. definitely to watch for, you know, in a positive way. He wants the best. Most politicians are kind of, you know, fat cats and they want to, they get, you know, they you're in the Senate, you're making, you know, a quarter million dollars a year and no matter what, whether yeah. you pass, you know, uh, laws or anything. So I think that's somebody that is going to fight for a lot of people. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so it, that's why I felt like a lot of this, that article specifically, it seems very, um, not negative, but very like attacking the, the, you know, but the people on that are for yes. And so, like, so who funded it? Again, like I said, the people that are funding, the, the biggest funder of no on Prop 64 is Philip Morris. Yeah. 
So, but which is funny sense. that you're saying that he that Philip Morris is bought like a, a weed farm. So well, that's that's very they're, they're playing both they're, they're playing both it, hands. It's plan B. Yeah, right? you're right. Like, you're right. If it passes, then we're already set up, and Philip Morris already has a brand and has a shitload of money, yeah. shitload of connects. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like we're gonna win no matter what. It's yeah. just one side we keep winning. It's like a monopoly, right? Right. You know, and the other side is there's gonna be more people, uh, kind of taking a piece of the pie yeah okay and then the last thing there's a bunch that they had arguments of but i, I kind of want to get over so this. what are we saying are we saying no or i'm saying are, yes. are we saying yes on prop i'm saying yes all the all the arguments for it are very weak another argument like i'm about to, uh, what i'm about to say is you mean um, arguments against it sorry arguments against it sorry arguments against it are very weak another argument was um it's not going to protect patients or something like that which is it kind of has a truth to it because like their argument is Oh well, these patients aren't going to be going to the dispense to the, these medical dispensaries anymore. They have to go to a shop. I'm like, no. have you been into a, a dispensary? It's basically a shop. It's there's nothing medical about it. Like it's just a shop. It's a weed shop. That's well, it. I go there, get my weed, I leave. But That's, even then, I think they're going to be nicer. They're going to be like, it's like going to be like going into a Starbucks and like, what do you, you know, like the the Dave Chappelle movie. Um, Half baked, uh, uh, half baked, you know, and he, it was a super nice guy. He was a bicyclist. And he's like, well, <laughs> do you want this? Do you want that? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. I think the service part of it is going to grow. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, there's going to be nice couches and you're going to try to be cafes, cafes, food. I mean, they already have that, but it's, it's going to be even bigger. Move the mic closer to you. Uh, imagine, uh, you know, Dolores Park. Right, and there's like a, a weed truck that comes up, an ice cream oh, weed I truck. Got a truck. Right, It'd be over. Bomb. <laughs> It'd Bomb. be over. I mean, anybody want to invest right now? We'll brand the shit out of you. Yeah, I went to this place on Mission Street. It was like off a of Mission and Ninth, mm-hmm. maybe Mission and Eleventh. And I remember uh, it was called. I don't remember what it was called, but you had to have a, you had to have a certain card to get in, and I got a card. Like I thought that place was so sick. Out of all the shops that I went to out there in this, in San really? Francisco. Yeah, and I was like... What did it look like? You walk in... You had your own card to get in? This, they had this... Okay, so they had this guard outside. Yeah, you had this card. Like, you didn't have the card for nowhere else. Maybe I still have the card. It was like a, like fine, a keyless the entry. Like you <laughs> the just, blue you card know, looked like a Chase in. card, but it was see-through. Mm-hmm. Keyless entry? No, no. Like, like Chase, like at night? It was kind of like that. It did have to slide, though. But, yeah, so you go in, and then on your left side, it's kind of like set up like a bar. Mm-hmm. But on your right, there's all the all the hemp. You got the the oh um, yeah, the person right there at the counter, and then you got all these people on the side, and they're like instead of like a hookah, you know how when you go to a hookah lounge, you got all these people smoking, right? Well, you got all these people with these vapes, like volcanoes, yeah. mm-hmm. just like all right here. Yeah, you know, uh, Green Door used to have a similar thing. They had a smoking lounge next to their uh, dispensary. Hey, this I, I place had a nice-ass bathroom. Oh, that's right. <laughs> nice-ass bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you know a place is nice. The well, bathroom's dope. Yeah, the bathroom's dope. Working in restaurants for so long, and this is something you guys will be able to see. If, if a bathroom is not taken care of, that means they're not detail-oriented. That means their kitchen is nasty, too. Mm. So if you go to a place and you see that, I'd probably walk right out. If you go to a place that their bathrooms are taken care of and people come in and clean it and make sure that it's nice. Looks nice, yeah. Um, you can trust them a little bit more. Just I'm gonna next time I go to a restaurant, I'm just gonna go straight to the bathroom. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, I don't. I hate nasty. If if you can't even, if you don't even want to even if you don't even want to take the time to put the toilet the, the little paper around the seat. If if it's 
then uh, no, I don't even want to be there at all. Like I hate the place. Kevin like, won't even sit. Bathrooms are like you hover, you hover, I feel you like hover, dog. What are you talking about? Bed. Bathrooms really got to be clean. Like, like you ever been have in a to sit down? But we like have the option to sit or stand at times. So when we do have to sit, I feel like we really like are more conscious about it than mm. they are. Like they probably have to deal with it, you know? Right? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> But um, <laughs> so what else is going on in the world? Uh, we got yeah. Got I was some gonna say 64. we. I was gonna say there usually is kind of a there's a loose format to this show. I do a little news thing first, and then kind of get into a main topic. But a lot of times we don't have a main topic. Last time we did a main topic was when we watched the Ghostbusters movie. But uh, <laughs> but we Anyways, got some big things going on. Yeah, uh, congratulations to the to the Chicago Cubs, 2016 Cubbies, World woo! Champions. Man, I saw the whole game. It was great. It 108 was great. years. 108 years is a long ass time. And what a game seven though. What a game seven. I Yeah. I was real. with some friends from Chicago and oh, I was like you? my my heart was beating. I'm like, damn, all right. You know, six three for most of the game or a mm. lot of the game, and then in the eighth, you know, they just scored and tied it up, went into extra innings. And I you mean, know what? Was- Every time the people who tied it up or who um like broke the tie or got the go ahead run, sure. they were all ace players. Right. Former former right. ace right. players. Right. Rajay Davis, right, Ben Zobrist. John Lester almost Killing fucked it. it up for the Cubs, and I almost called it. But <laughs> as soon as John Lester came in, I went on Twitter. I'm like, dude, Lester's going to blow this game. I'm calling it right now. It didn't happen. But it almost did because he right. came in and just two runs immediately. And Fuck I was like, oh, Lester. my God. I hate Lester just because How I told you How much did they this. pay that guy? I, mean, oh, they, they, they... I think he signed like a seven-year contract for sure. Cause when he, so when he was with the A's in 2014 – the the A's traded famously traded Yoenis Cespedes for John Lester right in the middle of the season while they were in first place. If you don't know who Yoenis Cespedes is, he was pretty much their cleanup hitter. Cespedes, Cespedes, Cespedes. Um, Cuban player, really real talented. But they traded him to the Red Sox for John Lester in the middle of the season to just try to give him that extra push because we, we needed that ace. I mean, I, I get it, but that's something about baseball or sports. Like it's a, it, I mean, sometimes they, uh, they've done it in the middle of a game. Oh, yeah, that's and happened. I mean, that's... That's happened. Is, hey, bro, actually, uh, you should clean up and uh, just walk over there. There was one time, literally, yeah. that happened where they traded the dude, like, I don't know if it was mid-game. They must have had a doubleheader or something because they let him finish the first game. And then they're like, yeah, you got traded, but there's a doubleheader tonight. So just walk over to the other clubhouse and, like they'll, that's hook, the thing, like, if it, and like, they'll hook you up. Yeah, you're like right there, bro. Like, and and give, me your, give me your gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bat is ours too. I think they own their own bats. <laughs> but but that would be funny, right? Yeah, that would be pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's happened. That's why I've been a hell of times. But um, yeah, just congratulations to the Cubs. I was happy. That was a great Game 7. I haven't seen a Game 7 like that in a while. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the, uh, the Giants. I mean, they had. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you but know. it still wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that back and no, forth. No, like no, no. you know, okay, I'll give props to Madison Bumgarner, like because you saw all these pitchers for the Cubs and the Indians couldn't really last that long. Right. But like Bumgarner comes in for Game Seven when he just pitched like seven innings the night before and just mm-hmm. comes in pitches like four more innings like that. I admire that like for sure. Even though I'm an A's fan, like I admire that for sure. Madison Bumgarner is a beast. Yeah. And. When that first wild card game happened this year against the oh shit who was it I don't even remember but when he <laughs> when they had the wild card game the the you know the do or die game and I saw that Madison Bumgarner is pitching I'm like oh he's gonna pitch the whole game he's gonna right. shut him out oh he's shut out complete game shutout it's already it's already gonna happen like Fucking don't no cowboy. question he, he's he's all good no man. question about he, it he's a grinder man I he love comes that. whenever it's a win or lose situation he'll come through yeah. 
But if it's not, I guess that you know what happened that last time he pitched. But you know <laughs> that's fine. Not everyone could be great every day. But yeah, he, we, but Madison Bumgarner is the the greatest postseason pitcher, or at least the greatest World Series pitcher. Well, and he has to be one of the youngest too. I mean, he was like I remember that dude when he was twenty. Right. Pitching in the 2010 World Series, shutting out the Rangers. I mean, can you imagine that? I can't. I'm 23, <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing like, with my life? I wish life? I could do that in the next 10 years, please. Well, back really? then, I was still in high school. But still, yeah. <laughs> like even then in high school, I was like, I'm only a few years away from graduation. This dude is fucking pitching in game six or game five of the World Series, man. Like, shit. Yeah. All the rest of his friends are fucking back home drinking yeah, beers and shit. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it makes me trip more than I'm an, that I'm an adult, that there's guys... I've met professional players too, like that have uh, that are like doing all this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And that could have been me, <laughs> but but, but other, whatever. I have a little Screw bit of that, that too. I used to play like, baseball. So. When you're a little kid, you just look at them, and it's regular to you. To, you just expect them to be able to do that, you know. Now that you're yeah. an adult, you're like, damn, you can really do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel. Well, when you're younger, I feel this a lot of times. When you're younger, you don't know how old people are. Like you don't really understand how old someone is. You just see you, how you big see, they are. You see a grown, like, yeah, you see a grown person. You just assume like, oh, he's probably forty. <laughs> you know, you just assume that. I mean, you could tell, but like, no, I'm saying as a kid, as a like a little kid. Hey, hey, LeBron went in. He was 18 years old. Got a fucking 61 million dollar contract by Nike. Not even stepped a foot onto, onto the, court, the court. Right? Wow. And 18 years old and already had 61 million dollars. Right. Damn. Right, Jeez. eighteen years old, but but to my point, he looked like he's fucking thirty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he already yeah. looked old, grown motherfucking man. Right? Yeah, I was, when I was he a little kid, old. I thought LeBron looked like a grown man. Now when I look at pictures of him, oh, he's he eighteen. I'm just like, oh, I mean, he's obviously big, but I, I look yeah. at him like he's. But that's I mean, the thing I'm saying. Like when we're younger, we just don't we don't understand how like old someone. Well, you is. think thirty is old. Right, when you're younger, like when you're you're 12 or whatever, like, you're you know, 30? Like, oh what's my God. sad, though, is there's 23-year-olds who already think they're old right now. Like, <laughs> oh, they act like they're fucking <laughs> 60, bro. You're like, really? You're going to bed at 8? Like, Oh, that's me. People <laughs> <laughs> tell me, hey, I, I just turned 23. Oh, we're getting old. Like, damn. We're getting dude, so like, old. Yeah, I hate so when people say that. What are we going to be when we're 60 so then, you know? Like, yeah, what are we going to be when we're 60? fucking life works. <laughs> Especially when they say somebody, you know, that's in their 40s or 50s, you're like, shut the fuck. Uh, my brother will always do that when we're with all our uncles and stuff. And I just all, don't like all my hearing that. Just... I think it's kind of a negative way to look at things, to be honest. Yeah. I'm getting old. So, so what does that mean then, you know? Like, that means you ain't doing enough. Ah. Yeah. You're really feeling that. <laughs> yeah, like, that is true. Most people that say that just feel like that. That, that, that means you don't, yeah. that youthfulness in you is going to, that little kid that, that we're talking about earlier, that's, that's yeah. going to disappear. Hell yeah. No, definitely. Keep that you, forever. You keep thinking you're old. Like, you probably favorite. grow gray hair quicker. <laughs> Thinking well, that, like that's that. a stress, man. Like, yeah. uh, one of my uh, favorite people, <laughs> I've never met him, but Richard Branson, you know, who owns Virgin. And the okay. guy fucking, like, lives. Like, he's, you know, 21 years old. Is he, he like, a, how old is he? Uh, he's definitely, like, you know, almost 60. Seven, seven, like, oh, 50, okay. you know, 50. Like, he's older, right? Ma- right? Maybe even older. But the guy is, he's a legend, dude. And he, he rock climbs and he fucking, you know, bungee jumps and he does, like, Every, like j- jumps off of planes, you know, like the, <laughs> dude, he, he does the dopest shit, you know, owns islands, you know, like he, he does the things that I like, I admire, you know, and he lives life and mm-hmm. he works hard and he deserves it. He, everybody in this company is like, love him. And there's longevity there because he takes care of people, you know, and that's the way like he looks at life and he's like, I just want to do as much as I can. And the dude always has a fucking smile. Mm. Like you can't, 
Yeah. Fake that. There's this dude on Instagram. I can't, I don't know who his name is, but he's like some Italian dude, kind of old, like on the older side, maybe even 70 or something like that, but he's like a millionaire. And he just posts videos of himself, like just fucking enjoying life. Like he's just dancing with his girlfriend. And looks like like he has like a forty year old girlfriend or something, which is young for him. But like you know, they're just like dancing, having fun. They're just doing videos like that, and like you know, it's good to see that. Like you know, the the youthfulness of someone like that, that that old. Like you know, just like seeing them just have fun. They're just enjoying life. Like you know, life is I love great. it. And, and a lot of times you don't know what what happened. You know, maybe like somebody you know passed away so you know husband or wife or kids right. or something it's like you can take two routes you're like at that fork in life and you're like okay i can either be you know a cynical asshole and hate life and the first th- three thoughts that come to my mind is going to be negative mm. or you can be open-minded and be like you know what i can do that or i can you know deal with this uh and it's it, and i know it's a daily struggle having you know had close people pass away like I could easily call into a hole and just be like, you know what? I fucking hate everything and I hate everybody, but it's up to you to make that choice every day. Yep. That was a lot. Exactly what you're saying happened to me when my dad passed away a couple, uh, a couple years ago. Same thing. Just wanted to just kind of crawl in a hole and just don't talk to anyone. But then, you know, it kind of gets to the point where like, no, like I I should, I should really get out there. Like this should make me want to work harder and do it for my dad uh, do it for the memory of him right. you know like that kind of really got me going and that's actually when i really first started taking music seriously like i came out with my first album after that um you know actually started doing shows like kind of just stopped hanging out with friends and doing it and actually realized like oh i, I think I, I, I want no not i think i know i want to do this right. uh, for the rest of my life for sure like i want to do this there's no way i wouldn't do anything else and that's the key like you got to do it every day like mm-hmm. if you just talk about it and you're like yeah someday i'm gonna do this when i have time but you gotta like grind it every day it ain't gonna be perfect Mm-mm. but you gotta put whatever you want to do they say to be professional in anything you're supposed to have ten thousand hours ten thousand hours mm-hmm. ten thousand hours that's like you know that's a good 10 years right yeah. for sure so you know if you're like you know you just started like rapping or you just started you know selling bonds or whatever you're doing and you're like six months into it or a year into it and you're like shit man this ain't happening i like fuck right. it you know no dude yeah i think long term long term mm-hmm. like grind it out keep if you really love it if you're really passionate about it it's gonna happen well and then like but if that if i had thought like that at a certain level yeah and if i had thought like that i would have never like because i know my beats sucked when i first started <laughs> like it was just it was bad like no, yeah, exactly, and that's why I, that's what I told myself. Yeah, well, and that's why I kept te- I kept tell- I kept telling myself I'm like, okay, no one is great when they first start this, so like, just keep going. This beat sucks. Fine, finish it and then move on to the next one. And like, that's honestly the the, the mentality I had, would have. I was just like, just make this beat, go see where it goes. You like it? No, fuck it. Move on to the next one. If you like it, make a song out of it. But other than that, like you know, it, it's just. Keep Any, doing it. Anything creative, too, is layers, right? So, like, right. I mean, painters, like, all that. It's not like you're just fucking going to do this and that's it. You're going to want to go back to it and perfect it and do this. And mm-hmm. there's layers and layers, you know, like uh, like they say, it's, uh, like onions and shit, mm. you know? So you got to build, like, like an edit on, you know, uh, whether it's wave music or video, you have, you know, your interview or whatever, and then you layer on top of it and you cut it and you that's how you make it better and you put add the logos and the transitions and then music and and titles and all that so that takes work yeah. and if you think that you can do that overnight no, get out of here. go fuck yourself get out of here get the fuck out of here get out of here but uh 
So we got the cubbies, we got music. Oh, I was gonna say, speaking of music, uh, you actually mentioned this earlier, and I saw it earlier in the week. But uh, probably one of okay, the top music groups of all time of, of my all time is definitely a tribe called Quest. Yeah, and uh, they released uh, they released they announced that they're gonna be releasing an album November twelfth called Don't Worry. We, what is it called? Don't worry, we got it from here or something like that. I forget. Uh, we I'm gonna look it up. That, but 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 they. So it's an to honor Fife, right? Well, Fife is on the album. They recorded this yeah. all before he passed away because they didn't know that he had sure. complications with his diabetes or anything. Like they didn't know. Well, he had been sick for a while. So well, he had been sick for a while. But you never know. Like yeah. somebody can be here one day and not well, from, the next. From what know? I read, I, the interview I read that, that they interviewed Q-Tip and they were like going through what happened. And I guess he was on the phone with him. And then, like, a day later, he died or something like that. And they were talking about the album that they were making and stuff yeah. and, like, yada, yada, yada. And then, but literally the next day, and then Q-Tip was saying, like, I didn't know he had any complications with his diabetes. Like, he didn't know at all. Like, so well, it was just a complete shock to him. But that's the thing about diabetes. Like, you, you, you don't you, know. You might not know. He might have not known. He, you know, and it, you can come into it late, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, not, and it, you don't have enough time to, you know, kind of reverse it a little bit. Yeah. You know, you, you, whatever you eat, whatever you intake, you know, that has a huge thing. And sometimes you feel like, oh, this is weird. And my shit's, t- uh, you know, numb and tingly. But I don't want to go to the doctor. Shit. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely but, not. But good. so they're bringing. Well, that's like a macho thing. Just like, I don't want to go sure. to the doctor. Like, you know, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> I'll have weird feelings in my body sometimes. And it'll be like, what's that? You know? But I don't. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, I should go do something about this. But I, I think it's not a big deal. Well, especially when you're young, you're like, you kind of feel invincible, you know, like I'm too young to have anything like that. I mean, you know, my girlfriend, her, one of her students, 32 years old, and she just passed away from cancer. Mm. And, you know, she had been battling it and beat it. And then it just came down back back. so, so um, aggressive, you know, and then it just spread everywhere. But to think that, uh, you know, a a good looking 32 year old woman who works out all the time and it's doing everything possible right that you could just pass like that it's um, yeah yeah it's usually those that were the 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 ones that are most surprising like it's just like whoa surprising. like they took care of themselves and everything sure. like uh it's called we got it from here thank you for your service which i think is a great name uh and i guess um five actually had a like verification of like yeah we should go with that name so that's great that they're going like with it. that yeah but, but but what's also exciting is the people that are coming and kind of you know commemorating and they're coming together some pretty big stars yeah all know? the guest list i think yeah. i have it right here we got, uh, we got jack white i mean jack white uh busta rhymes of course is going to be on it uh let's see who else we got andre 3000 yep. elton john Outcast. and kendrick lamar so i mean this yeah. like i said man um i have they're definitely up there in my like favorite rap groups yeah up there because i always play like whenever i'm doing like uh i don't even know like cleaning my room or your go-to yeah that's my go-to i'm like i want to listen to something bam a tribe just try play some scenario play butter uh fucking i just ah god i love the music do so try i mean tribe is legit i mean legit we're excited about this i can't wait till the album comes out and the whole process oh and then and then the the other thing Mm. is on when is it let me see i'm gonna look it up or next the next saturday uh dave Chappelle is gonna be hosting yep, saturday yep, yep. night live with, I'm music, rich, bitch. with musical guest 
Tribe Called Quest. Sick. I I'm gonna. That. I I have not watched Saturday Night Live in a really long time. You know that's gonna have some high ass ratings. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna watch the shit out of that because I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is one of my favorite comedians of all time. Uh, so that's not this uh, Saturday Night Live, right? It's a next next one. Saturday. Yeah, yeah so the next it'll one. be the first one after the presidential election. Yeah, so there'll so be we'll plenty, <laughs> plenty. Yeah, there's gonna uh, be to, some stuff to talk shit about. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, either uh, way, either way, I just want to see Chappelle out again on TV. Like that's so great. You know, after he left you know, his show back in '06 and that whole thing happened, like he's been around. But he just does. He just does stand up. He here just and does stand up. Just does stand up, which is great. I appreciate. Yeah. I respect that. And a lot here in the Bay too. But they yeah. get sold out. It's like, oh, Dave Chappelle's here. Fuck sold out. Two seconds later, sold out. What the fuck? You I, can't even get tickets. I couldn't, I couldn't even like get to the website. Nope, <laughs> it just yep. came out. No, it's too. Yeah. But I hear his shows are really great because he's also been doing a lot of like uh, fan interaction, I guess, or like crowd interaction stuff. But and like he does it really well. Like so, I've heard like it's not the same act that you saw. In 2006. It's right. not him just telling jokes. It's right. him just kind of just hanging out. Uh, what Fish was saying earlier, just smoking cigarettes on stage. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking... You know how he gets away with that? Uh-huh. Because, you know, we're in California. You, you can't smoke you indoors. Can't smoke, no, no, you can't smoke But indoors. you know how you get away with it? You don't serve food. No, <laughs> it's... But they do serve food. It's, it's, a, it's a weird law. It's called... It's like... It falls under performance law or something like that. Like, okay, if, it's a, if it's part of a performance, it's okay. You can smoke. So he takes advantage of that to the fullest because, like, this is a performance. I'm doing stand-up. Yeah. You guys are paying to see me. This is entertainment. This is part of my act. That's a nice loophole. It is a nice loophole that he definitely <laughs> abuses the fuck out of because well, that was just chain-smoking, chain-smoking, chain-smoking. Right? Yeah. I didn't know he smoked that much. I mean, fuck. I oh, mean, he does. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he made a, no, but this is cigarettes, though. He's just smoking cigarettes, like, on stage. Just That's why I'm saying, like, you know... In California, you can't smoke cigarettes indoors anymore. Like, that's been gone since the early 2000s or whatever, or even before that. But, um, you know, he just takes advantage of that little loophole. It's like, it's performance. It's good. <laughs> Which I just Dave think motherfucking Chappelle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I, I know you guys were young, but when he came out, people were just losing their minds about what was, like, the... the like, what was he, that? What was that was special? Crossing. He was just crossing these, like... Like zones that people don't really talk about, you know. Yeah. I mean, he like his last episode of the first season. I mean, dude, he did like the, the Richards, right? And it's like the what? Well, I don't know. Oh do no, the, talk the, about that. What? Do people? Not I'll say it because they weren't. Joke? I'll say it because I'm not afraid to say it. But and plus, it's not the actual word. But no, no, the no. Nigar family. Ah, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> oh, the Niggers. Uh, uh, that shit was. He like brought. I think he was the milkman. Was he the milkman? He's like my favorite family, the Niggers. <laughs> Fucking close up to his face. Big I'm paraphrasing, smile. so it's fine. I yeah. can say it. You know, <laughs> I'm that, that Dave Chappelle said it. K- I mean, I was about to say it. N-I-G-G-A. That KKK joke that he made. Oh, that was the first that episode. Was a, no, 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 that wasn't. That was the last episode of the first season. Uh, the blind KKK yeah. guy? Yeah. I see, I, see, I see how funny it is. Yeah. I thought it was the first no. episode. I the see fir- how funny it is. You'd probably never see that coming out of me. No, the black, white supremacists. Yeah, like, but, <laughs> you're like, motherfucker, did he... Well, and then the thing that after after that, I guess, like he would say, like people would come up to him, he's like, "Hey, man, that jo- that joke you did about them niggers was funny." And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, calm down!" Like right? I'm just joking, like you know, like, it's a fucking calm. joke, bro. Really? You're- yeah. But he, Chappelle would say, like, white people would come up to him and yeah. say that all the time. He'd be like, "Whoa, tone it down, motherfucker!" Right. Like, oh, well, he he's like, I smelled, and I did. <laughs> like the, the 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 we should look up the the titles of the books. Oh yeah. That, oh. 
<laughs> He's like, I've written six books. <laughs> Only five were published. <laughs> Sir, have you ever left this, uh, this, you know, your the house, this, not even the city, it was like this house. Well, no, sir, not, not in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. But that's always, yeah, Chappelle all time. So I'm going to check out that Saturday Night Live for sure. And then, of course, the preview of the new Tribe album. Yep. Going to definitely cop that. I believe they said November 12th. So definitely really? that, that quick, huh? So it, well, it's I mean, been like I said, like so. Fife was act- Fife is going to be on this album. He's completely on the album. It's not like even like they got a bunch of like recordings of him that he did in the past. These are all mm-hmm. they were in the studio. They were they were vibing out. They were so, doing their thing. Q Tip and Q Tip. I can't even remember all the names, but <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to that for sure. Definitely going to cop that. Um, but well, speaking of great art, you know, artists from from those times, man, we got to uh, see uh, Fish and I got to see Nas oh, last right. night. Yeah, you guys and, saw I Nas. Mean, you know, Miss Lauren Hill came out, and you know, she was the headliner. But we were like, Nas, fuck yeah, we're going. So the show was it Nas and Lauren Hill, or did it just say Lauren Hill? No, it, I mean, outside it said Lauren Hill. I think it said. I think I saw Lauren that on your Hill. snap. It yeah. just said just said Lauren Hill. That's it, why I was like surprised that you told me like, oh yeah, Nas. I'm like, what? Nas was there? And, and everybody was there for Nas, dude. I mean, yeah. every, Lauren Hill's had some things, you know, showing up. She had some late, issues you know, in some the issues. past, yeah, or now. And she, <laughs> she did all her songs right, but she's a different band now. Like she has a big like 15 piece band, almost like an orchestra. <laughs> it's like an orchestra, and mm-hmm. like they're vibing and they were dope. And you can still tell that she is a great artist. Like mm-hmm. she can sing, she can flow, she does it all, but. All her songs for, for her songs for some reason, it was like they were like paraphrased. They were like all like she was saying the lyrics, hmm. singing the lyrics, but they were like two, three times faster. That's strange. Right? And it's like yeah, you guys were talking about that earlier. That's strange. So people like people were leaving. They were just like Fuck so. You this, saw I'm like out. people around you oh, just a shitload of people just, just leave. They're just not feeling it. And, and one of the last songs she did it was you know. Uh, if I rule the world you with, know, Nas. with Nas and Nas <laughs> came back out and and that was the. I'm glad I waited because that was the shit, right? So took me right back to my youth. Yeah, absolutely. And Nas was the shit. I just to like, like I love that cat. You know, I, I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, is DMX gonna come out too? Come on, <laughs> Belly, come on. Yeah, put it on, man. Uh, <laughs> put it on, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw I see Nas too as well, uh, and he was he did he performed his whole Illmatic album when oh. I saw him. Was it uh, Rock the Bells? That was, was that the Rock the Bells one because everyone was rocking their whole album. Which really, okay, so, um, funny story. Not funny, but um, I was at that Rock the Bells where Nas was performing Illmatic, the entirety of Illmatic, with, like, this whole fucking stage design and everything. It looked really dope. But at the same time, which is why I have a, a, I have a, I kind of have an issue with these festivals, because it's just too much music. You can't catch everybody. Well, like, three-day festivals? Yeah. Well, even that one that I went to was just a one-day festival, but they had multiple stages. Uh-huh. And... The Jizza from Wu Tang Clan was performing at a, at the the pay the the pay dues stage, and you know Nas was headlining the main stage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and I'm like super conflicted because like I love Nas, but Jizza honestly is my favorite uh, member of the Wu Tang. Okay, so it's like, and and he was doing his whole thing. Uh, he was doing he was performing Liquid Swords, his very first album, completely through. And I'm like, that is my album. Like that is my all time favorite album. Jizza Liquid Swords. Nothing else can compare to it. I'm sorry, but that is my album right there. So well, I had making to. you choose, making you choose. So I caught half of Nas's Nas's uh, set, and then I was like, I was with some friends, but no, everyone wanted to stay at Nas. I'm like, 
Sorry, guys. I'm going to go to fucking Jizza real quick. I got to. I have to. And it was a dope show. He performed all of Liquid Swords, my favorite album. So when that happens, too, is is they have, like, way too many bands, and they're only on there for, like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, right? Like, I think it must have been 30, mi- 30, 45, yeah. at least. At least. Well, shit, Nas was on for, like, two and a half hours last night. Yeah, was, well, if you're the headliner, yeah. Definitely. Well, he wasn't the headliner, right? So Well, I mean, him and Lauren Hill are yeah. the headliners. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> well, and Lauren was probably a little late. You know, she's so well. You know exactly. Okay, so the same thing. Lauren Hill was at that Rock the Bells, and I remember her not being that impressive. Like, yeah. and I really I enjoy Lauren Hill. It's not like I'm a big fan of Lauren Hill. Of Lauren Hill. I I love Lauren Hill. I oh, saw okay. her at her prime, and she was. I mean, so I think she's got to go down as like one of the dopest like MCs, MCs out there, yeah. and not and people are like dopest uh, female MCs. She nah, was dope, rocking the mic fucking MC, yeah. way better than most dudes, right? Like, you know, she honestly, was sick. she's the one I think of when I think of the Fugees. Oh, yeah. I I'm, don't think of Wyc- uh, Wyclef, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. No. Because, like, what has he done recently? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about Lauren Hill. But still, like, I just... No, she was she was the heart of she that. She was the you know? heart. That's it, who I think of. That's why she went on her own and made it big and killed it even more. But... Uh, Lauren Hill, man, she she just she's a great artist. You, you can tell she's still an artist. She's a big artist, mm-hmm. and she has a beautiful voice. Uh, and 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 at first, because she was doing the rent, the different renditions of her songs, a sped up. I yeah. thought it sped up, and I'm like, okay, shit, uh, maybe her voice isn't as good. But then she was belting out some things, and then she was busting flows. Like, I mean, you could still tell that she was very prolific, prolific with her language, and and mm. you can tell like enunciating and. I mean, so sick, dude. Like, didn't yeah, lose yeah, a step, yeah. you know? And, and two things, I was like, okay, one, uh, maybe it's, you know, she can't use the music anymore in the same fashion. Right, because of copyright issues. Copyright maybe. issues. Yeah, possibly. Right? And then there was another one where it's like, you know, man, fuck people. I've been doing these songs for 20, 30 years, <laughs> and I'm just going to, I'm going to do it my way. I, I, I feel that on that, too. Cause like, I get like that when I'm on stage sometimes. It's just like, well, you know, it's my song. I can do whatever I want, fuck I want yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I get, fuck you, you don't like it. it. I could I, do it acapella, no, like you know, like yeah. either way. I got to a point where I, I had a crowd that I brought. It was pretty fat crowd for that place that I was at, and uh. the, the owner ended—I mean, not the owner, but the promoter—ended up making me go last uh. because I brought so many people. And then wait, was I'll ask you later. <laughs> and then so I ended up just talking shit about him on stage before I before I started spitting. Uh. <laughs> wait, he made you go last? Isn't that usually a good thing? I mean, it is. It's kind of like being I, a headliner. I, I, but where like, was this at, though? That's he, the thing. He only made me go last because I brought the most people there. But where was this at? That way there would be a crowd, though, the whole time while everyone else performs until I go up. I mean, no. hey, from a business point, that makes sense. But on his side. Where where was not this? Not on my side. KB, like, KB, where was this? River City. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. okay, but but uh, <laughs> talk about my I mean, show, was, motherfucker. It, no, no, no. On his side. <laughs> I know. Good, yeah, anyways. good but... Come on, you're not gonna tell me nothing. You're gonna make me come. I come here and then like I was supposed to be set for this time, and then somehow everything delayed to the point where I had to go last. Like mm. you're just playing games with me, and but I'm not supposed to know. What time was it? I mean, maybe it's like okay, this guy's a little. He's bigger. He's got a bigger crowd. You know what? Let's let's make him kind of like the headliner. You know, you think that's it, or you think he was just hating? It wasn't. It wasn't the headliner. Thing. I used to work with the group that did shows, and we did the headline. same thing. He did start having me headline like a couple months later after that. Oh, okay, well, but. You know. It was fuck you complaining. I got about. In, I got in his face what? at the end of the night. He's making me be on the main stage and shit in front of hella people. God damn it! It was not even that big of a place. But um, there was like twenty people. <laughs> but uh, I get that though. Yeah, nah. He just he did that, and and these people just the whole night come to me like, bro, I thought you were going up like. 
15 minutes ago. What happened? Hey, what happened? I thought you were going up like an hour ago. Like, oh, well, did anybody leave? Uh, I'm sure they like did. Three people. Was this at a club? Out of like 20 something. Was this at a club? Not a club, but it was at like a, a, a public spot, like a bar. Like It was kind of like on the same, like you remember that bar we were at? It the one, the Mardi Gras bar. It was something similar to that, but okay. it was set up differently, and it mm. was like that with the room full. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like the room being actually like wall to wall. But like, so were people there when you performed last? The whole, yeah. Oh, they okay. waited for me. I had the whole crowd like. Well, because they were, they were like, your people, never, right? At the end, yeah, they yeah, paid yeah. me and were like, well, We've see, that's never how it works. This, the, the, promoters, before, like, the promoters know that's how it's going to work. They're like. Especially if they know that you brought all these people. Yeah, and I like, realized well, they're how much gonna power wait for I had, too, after. And, mm-hmm. it, and I was just, like, pissed because I realized what they actually were doing. It's okay, man. We learn. Yeah. It's just, like, the first time learning that, like, you, you should never have to pay to perform, you know? I didn't pay. Well, I mean, I'm saying I've never had to do that either, but oh, I'm saying, like... Yeah. But that happens all the time. Right? It happens all the time. It's, like, the current model, which is fucking whack. Sense, I mean, the but, producer gets all the money, and they ain't even really producing. They're like, why don't you bring this amount of people? Like... Well, I'll tell you what. Some why some places that have asked me to pay to, uh, <laughs> they to pay promote. for a performance, they don't want to promote themselves. It's like, why didn't you promote? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where other places that, that have asked leverage? me to pay for a performance have said before, like, you don't have to bring people. I'm the like, promoter, the guy who's supposed to bring the crowd. What happened to your part? Why are you just taking my money? Well, see, that's the whole the thing of promoter. Like, I think the, the the definition of promoter has changed throughout the years. Yeah, and that's especially why I told in the past Durex five. In San Jose, I... Well, since like social media, you know. <laughs> no matter what, like your value goes up if you have a bigger network. Yeah. So yeah. it is up to like as an artist, you want to bring as many people, right? But then you can get to the bigger promoters, the biggest shows. But the way a promoter should work, no matter what, is they are ultimately liable to get all the people there. You know, mm-hmm. they can't put it on the artist. You already know that artist. You th- that artist ain't gonna grow in like that week, two weeks, month before the show, bro. You know, and, and then to have them pay to to perform. perform or like go on you know tour and perform uh baby chris was talking about that i'm like dude who the fuck is this and why would you guys ever take a deal like this mm. i would never i wouldn't pay let me like, that's what i'm telling you like right now that's kind of the current state of things there was another um it's organization not, that it's i knew just, of I don't, I don't think it is oh shit who's knocking I'm supposed to be here who's uh, that oh uh, my boy matt's gonna come in oh okay oh. let him come in don't Stop with this Edgar Allan Poe knock shit. It's not. <laughs> um, child, will you gr- open the door? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think it is like that. I think there's just you know there's people who realize there's artists who don't know what the hell they're doing. That's the whole thing. So they go yeah. ahead and make money off those artists. And I have a big problem with that. But um, and they're just gonna take advantage. I, mean, I don't, you know, I don't like it. But but I, but like I remember having a meeting one time at this office and I could just tell they thought I was. You know, I could just tell by looking at them. They wouldn't look me in the eyes half the time. Uh-huh. And, like, just the way it was, was just like, this is too quick. Yeah. I don't even, y'all don't even remember my name. Then I get up on stage a couple of days, like a week later, mm-hmm. or two weeks later at the show. Y'all don't even remember who I am? And I came no, in the No, no, it's all business to them, man. It's all like, business to them. Y'all really have some great business tactics because I'm not coming back. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, and you know what? That's why I say to those people. Just let them keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. People are going to smart up. And just not like go to them anymore. Like I said, there was another yeah. organization that I was looking into. I, I, I was following them on Instagram, saw that they're throwing shows, kind of doing their own thing. And I was like, and they put up a post. It's like, oh, we're looking for some performers. I'm like, 
okay, I'll still send myself in. I've seen your stuff. Looks pretty good. Like, looks pretty cracking. Mm-hmm. And then, so they hit me back with the email, like, okay, so yada, yada, yada. Thanks for contacting us. Uh, we have a performance on this date, like that. If you want to, if you want us to lock you in, uh, go ahead and send us $500 for the performance fee. And then I'm like, whoa, holy shit, $500 just to perform? And they even said only 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck like, is this, you, dude? Like, you, you 10 minutes. Stupid. Yeah, $500 for 10 minutes. And <laughs> then, mean, like, the and fuck? they, well, then they try to add all this shit, like, oh, we're going to promote you on Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, go I, that's going to be a one time thing. You're going to post that and then post everyone else's shit. Right. And then and it's going to go lower in the fucking. Well, and how roll. big is their network? You know, like, so they're selling you their network. How big was their network? See, I don't know. I mean, I mean was I it anything tell. like blink an eye, you know? And no, but like, um, you know, they have, it seemed like a pretty legit like organization, I guess. But I mean, I did some more research into it, found out it's kind of run by just this artist, kind of listened to his music. And I was like, eh, I can understand why he's doing this. Like he knows he's not going to make it as an artist, but he wanted, decided I'm going to make it as a promoter and charge these artists $500 for a performance slot. And here's the kicker. Uh, so I rejected that, of course. I hope you would. Yeah, I definitely. I didn't even respond back. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Um, get the fuck out of here. But then the next few days, I still follow them on my Instagram. And I seen it. I seen the flyer for the show that I was going to do. And there's like 12 artists on there. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So like all this, you motherfuckers paid 500 bucks? I was Let, like, let's if even say half. <laughs> yeah, if half of those guys are paying 500 bucks, that dude, that promoter's making 3K that night. Yeah. But so if it was... 12 artists there goes your and they're all paying for 500 he's getting six grand in but, one but night that's, i mean so what kind of value is he really adding you know for that it's like like these artists are gonna be like oh shit you got me all right my fault right and but see this guy's an artist himself he's hey, not gonna care hey, about look, them like but he obviously is not a great artist because he wouldn't be doing that no of course oh my god those they always do they always are an artist they get their own little set really quick and then they just step off yeah which is fine yeah, look that's what i do for those, peninsula live those kind I, of people are gonna be there everywhere. but you're not charging the world. Like, that's my thing like i understand that like okay i'm gonna throw a show i'm gonna perform at it it's my show i'm throwing i'm putting together i want to you know get a set in there but i'm not charging motherfuckers for to perform at all like you know and that's how it should be like you shouldn't what other business does that make sense pay to do something no that makes no (laughs) sense in any other business why would it be why is it in in this business that's what i just hate this like no they're artists that don't know suckers suckers Suckers. i mean suckers are born every day you know but that's like me like yo kb we're gonna let's you know if we are we might do a free video because we will get more work out of it right right? that's one thing but for us to be like yo I'm gonna give you 500 bucks and do this video for you. <laughs> What'd you think? That like that. <laughs> get, that sounds get the so fuck out of here. So it's like this. Is like how y'all took no time to think. Like y'all just wanted to be lazy and not think. So you decided to just throw your money at something. Instead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Well, and then the way they get them is because ten minutes. Every artist. T- yeah, ten <laughs> minutes, right? But every artist is told when they start out. Oh, you got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in yourself. Everyone tells that to an artist that's starting out, and that gets into their head to the point that, like, that oh, yeah, I got to I got to invest in myself. It's worth $500 of investment. But see, that's the thing. Like, this guy is preying on dudes that don't know any better. And you, they all they've get, heard their whole life is like, a, oh, invest in yourself, invest you, in yourself. You, you so they're get like, a seven-minute set at the, uh, at the South by Southwest in Texas that they have every year festival. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, for like I would love to go. Maybe a hundred fifty bucks, seven minute set. I got offered that. wasn't going to take it for but South I by Southwest. South by but South that's big. Place. But I mean, see, I would even say for that, I might take that because that's not five hundred bucks. No. And <laughs> nah, South by Southwest like, is way shit. bigger. That's than true. Whatever the fuck Man. this was. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it is, but from what I heard, like you could get there and then you might not even get to have that set. Like it might get canceled or some shit. Some house is yeah. gonna, like you're not going to get to have it. Like you ever you ever uh, mess with Afton? And I was I was trying not to name them earlier. Oh, that's it. I'll name them. <laughs> fuck Afton. Yeah, they, yeah. they hit me up all the time. I'm just like I don't even nah, know. I told them to stop Afton, emailing me. Fuck Afton. <laughs> I told them to stop emailing me. Yeah, I, I've told them that too. I, and and then, you know what? They emailed my friend because I used to be in a rap group with a bunch of my friends. All and my I guess friends we stopped used, emailing them because of me. Well, and then I guess his email is still, still hooked up to it. So he texts me the other day. And he's like, uh, you, "Did you read this email? Like they want you to perform?" And I was like. Fuck after. Wait, so what yeah, happens when you're unsubscribed? Like, why are you they just them? keep like, fucking hitting I you guess, up. or they had whoever next email was in line. I'm they just sick. gave it to. They just sent it to him. And Man, like, fuck after. Look, there fuck, you go. Wait, yeah, you know what happened? I don't fucking know who he is. Man, fuck Afton. I'm just saying, fuck Afton. Hey, hey look, Afton. So they're emailing you can come me all me. the time. Damien right? has the same feeling. So they yeah. asked me to open up for John Hart. I opened up for Filthy Rich. That was a good show. Like that was a. I think I have the pretty popping popping crowd before that opened up too before he got there but then we left and went to a party after and didn't even wait for filthy and i did want to meet filthy but uh who wouldn't i just they they asked me to open up for john hart they they asked me to open up for a couple of who is john hart i don't even know who john hart is is it you know who booty no, we say that's the song. Who booty is it? Who booty is? It? You don't know that song? No, I don't know that song. I don't listen to radio, uh, son. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, uh, oh yeah, him. Wait, who? YG? They, John? No, Hart, no, no, no. He was talking about um. Nah, I feel, I'd have to open up for YG. Hey, speaking of YG, oh, yeah. YG's coming next oh, month. Know. This I month, know. I know. On a Monday. Oh, is it a Monday? Well, the Friday tickets are already sold out. Oh, so you guys are fans of YG? I don't know. Because I don't want to. I want to go see my sisters that weekend, so I might have oh, okay. to skip out on YG. Uh. I don't know yet. KB to be dick riding. Look, okay. Look, 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 look. Gary D. I like what YG did, you know, going from Tuta to Buddha to some hard ass gangster shit. But I just don't, I'm not, I don't like what he's about. I just don't like his message. Don't like KB, his, what is this message? I can't, I can't, what really, is his message? I can't really agree. I can't, I can't. You say, can't disagree. Or, or, he, he loves him, so he can't agree with what well, you're saying. Well, I know. You're disagreeing with me, right? I can't, I can't me, disagree right? because that's why I liked him. Because I felt like, damn, I relate to you in so many ways because yeah. we have the same point of view on a lot of shit. No, definitely, definitely. I understand. Yeah, like, like, but I, I don't know. When, when I, saw, I saw that video being... When he had that tooted and booted, when I first heard that, I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then you when say tooted and booted? Yeah. Nah, yeah, but that's him. about the song? That's why I'm going to sound the real sexist right now, but like when I hear him talk about bitches the way he talks about it, because I know he doesn't literally like... You know, some of these chicks are bitches to him. Some of them are women to him. Yeah, but of like, course, of course. With the way he talks, I can understand his language, which is why I'm like, I get you. I, yeah, I get Thank that. You, I know? get that. I just don't like how he's... When I saw that being... Picking back a bean bull? Is that what it's called? The beat? No, I'm just saying the video. Oh, Because you've seen the video. It's all like... It's like a drive-by, like, gang warfare type of shit going on. Like... I don't really like that whole... Like, Some LA shit. Oakland. Look, it's real <laughs> as fuck, but I'm saying... That's probably not the best message to send everyone, you know? Like, I don't think he move. gave a fuck. You know, no, he doesn't I, give a I, fuck. I just, of course not. That, that's, yeah. And look, I'm a hypocrite because I love Vince Staples, and that fool is like a full-time crip. So uh, like, Vince Staples, he, uh, he, he performed last night. Oh, no way. Uh, he, he was a last-minute add-on. 
We didn't get what? to see him, but I was like, who the fuck is Vince Staples? Vince Staples is dope. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's what some people said. <laughs> so anyways, there was, there was a cancellation with two artists. Uh, one would be uh, local, Kehlani. I no guess she was way. sick, so what? she couldn't come. Damn, and then was there was the show at? Really uh, it was uh, Bill Graham. Oh, okay. The, okay. the Civic Center. But yeah, 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 dude, he opened up, and uh, you know, I heard he was pretty dope. Yeah, Vince so. Staples is good. He's got some good songs. Uh, he just came out with a new album, too. Can't forget what it's called. Can't remember what it's called, but um, anyways... But yeah, I like. I'm not trying to knock on you for like liking them or anything. I'm just saying, for me personally, I just don't like that whole glamorizing yeah, know, of like violence and I just, shit. I just know, no matter what kind of art it is, the person, no, if they've reached some level of success, that means there are people who liked it and didn't. No, like of course. It. And I understand why why people like it, and mm-hmm. I understand there's why people also don't some like whack. It too, yeah, yeah. It's there's, just like there's a lot of shit I don't like. There's a lot of like, whack ass right. artists with like, bad. I grew messages. up around people who fucking ride around. Fucking hung around the streets all day. We're slapping a bunch of fucking knockers out the trunk. Like that's the shit we, we, that was regular to us. Yeah, no, Not I get that. Fucking um... <laughs> knockers. I can't even think. I don't know. You know? But yeah, like, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It I know was what you second mean. nature. So like to yeah. hear that and see that shit is just like I get why people like it. Yeah. Well, and then the thing is, I didn't grow up on hip hop, which is on, which is probably really surprising, right? Like I. I didn't start listening to fucking, like, really getting into rap, like, the end of middle school. Like, before that, I was just all, like, rock and indie music. I didn't music really and, like, listen to rap until well, I was you're into that Salvadorian uh, <laughs> chicha music? I don't know. No, what I don't know what about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had moved. I've already, I was. I Redwood moved, City and shit. Yeah, I had moved from El Salvador when I was six, so um, I, pre- I pretty much grew up here. But all I was, like, brought up on was, like, my dad's classic rock type mm. of shit. The Doors. Yeah, Doors. Um, uh, you know, all Beatles, everything like that. My mom was more uh, Soul Town. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Motown. Soul Town, Soul Motown, Town, Motown. Soul Town, Motown, R&B. She was more like that. And then me, my I, I, my brother listened to a lot of like indie rock. So mm. I would listen to that. So I was like listening to the Shins and fucking uh, Arctic Monkeys. And uh, yeah, like when I was like in middle school, like when everyone's like listening to rap and shit, everyone's listening to new 50 Cent. And I'm like, who's 50 Cent? <laughs> what? When I heard 50 Cent, I was like, okay. no, I knew who 50 Cent was by middle school. <laughs> but I remember there was this one time, like I, it must have been when I was in elementary because I got into this argument with this girl because like she was saying, I thought she was just talking about 50 cents, like two, two quarters. 50 cents? No, like she was, I just overheard it and I was like, oh, it's, she said 50 cent. I'm like, oh no, it's 50 cents. It's plural. And like, yeah, that, that, that just shows how much of a jackass I was when I was in elementary school. But <laughs> no, but now you were like proper and shit. Like, no, what? I know. I was, I was being proper. Like, I was like, who the fuck would name themselves 50 cent? You know? No, like, and I was like, I was telling her, I was like, no, 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 no. It's 50 cents. 50 cents. It's plural. <laughs> you, you, it, when there's more than two, it's 50 cents. <laughs> Okay, so who are some artists like right now in the Bay that are coming up that you like their message? I mean, I, I know you guys like hang around a lot of like who who do you who are you looking into? I mean, look, when I listen to music, hmm. I have my moments when, if, especially if I had a car, I just would turn on anything that slaps and just slap yeah, it. Right. yeah. Doesn't mean yeah. I doesn't mean I always like the message. I'm just slapping it. So you're not picky, but I'm not. Yeah, but I mean, I I am though. If it's too stupid, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I can't, you know. But like, I came from a get stupid era where I, that I was growing up in. So I stupid felt like, dude to dumb. You know, I understood music that just caught on, and people were just like, "Hey, this slaps," you know. But then, but then it's like, the, if you really think about the message, no, it doesn't slap. If you want to look at it like that, but mm-hmm. I'm not always about that. But I, but but when I want to really criticize an artist and decide, okay, yes, I like this artist, I'm paying attention to their logic. 
And I think I am Sue's dope, but he already came up. He's already doing world. Well, tours. I mean, we're, are you asking more the underground scene yeah, that's us? Yeah, the underground scene. Right I mean, now? that's what, yeah. we want to kind of put on some people and like who's who's doing it out there right now. I would you... say for sure, uh, a dude everyone should look out for is Unlearn the World. That guy that is dope. Yeah, he was at my show. He was at your show, man. Yeah, put on a great performance. Did a freestyle in the beginning. No, that guy can do it all. He's originally like from uh, New York, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got that very. He's, he's got very, that NY flavor. Yeah, for he's sure. got that New York style. Yeah, very ours. Boom bap uh, kind of music, but he's got bars, man. Bars on bars. If uh, if Chuck was still around here today, he would be completely impressed, I am sure. But um, yeah, that dude. It's not just bars. He's got punchlines, fucking references, and fucking just pulling them out of the bag and subjects. Yeah, just subjects. Topics. Which I honestly, I thought about that one day. It's like, is it all off the top of the dome, or is it just stored in there and it's just coming out? And I think it's that. It's stored in there. Like, he just knows so much. He's just, just a smart motherfucker. Yeah, dude. just he knows smart. Can process, right? Mm-hmm. Processing everything and then just, oh, yeah, like, bam, bam, bam. Like, that's clever right there. Dun, dun. He's got great jokes, dude, honestly. <laughs> like, He's got a lot of uh, stage presence from the one yeah. time that I saw. Mm-hmm. And, and the dude is, like, just super humble, and I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and I met him just by going to, like, Boom Boom Room, ROTC. Yeah, I kept running uh, the shows and, like, I have a... If I run into you after three Talking shows, man, if I run into you after three shows and you're another artist and you're going to shake my hand and introduce yourself, I'm going to look at you and be like, for real? <laughs> like, I'm not familiar yet? Or are you just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like that. So like, um, I thought Unlearn the World was doing that to me, but then like, <laughs> he was just shaking my hand like regular. And I was like, yeah, you don't know me yet, bro. Like, like, I, you know, I was kind of annoyed by that. And then mm. like, he's like, Oh no! I remember you. Did it. It was like, <laughs> after that, like every time we see each other, like he makes sure. Like, well, so you know how I actually kind of started like talking to him and shit was literally every time I'd go to the boom boom room, I would fucking have to go on right after him, <laughs> so I'd have to follow that up. It's not fun going after unlearn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you have to, if you have to go fun. after unlearn, you're just like, oh just god, like, oh, damn, like, I gotta. This is what I got to this I got to beat this now and you like, No, I, I I remember just thinking like, well, you're not going to be able to learn, so just fucking go. <laughs> just go nuts. Like nah, it doesn't yeah, even matter if yeah. it makes sense. Just get in your own zone. Don't even worry about him. <laughs> yeah. No, so but I would always find myself performing after him, like after mm-hmm. every I did Baby Chris's show, Unwrapped. I was I performed right, right after, after him <laughs> or or I think he was right after me or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like this always happened and then eventually I just started talking to him like one night we were just talking, chatting it up. Yada yada yada, and then yeah, like. Well, that's a good circle. That's a good circle to be around. You know what I mean? Like just people trying to do it, uh, having some great conversations with him, dude. And uh, the guy is legit, you know. And Mm -hmm. and whether he makes him mainstream or not or whatever, you can. That's somebody that you. He's got the respect, the the, the the respect, and the the message, and you know, I I like it all, man. Speaking of baby Chris, man, that our our girl, baby Chris, was on the cover of SF Weekly. Yeah, shout out to that. I need need to text her. I need to do that. I haven't talked to her. You know, that's that's local, man, the local hype and getting some love, and she's out there grinding. She was on the cover with Blinds, Blinds, Brixton, and two other artists. I'm sorry. I didn't know the other artists. I knew Blimes for sure. I met Blimes in L.A. when we were doing our... our, uh, right into side media tour went out to dinner with Blimes and uh, Gavlin. Oh, nice. And Gavlin's dope. I mean, both of those girls are doing big things, you yeah. know. And so they happen to be. Um, and we saw them at the show too, where Baby Chris was performing. Absolutely, and, and they just rocked the house. Right? Yeah, that show was dope. No that doubt, show was dope. But they happened. The whole article they happen. They're you know female artists that are um, you know lesbian, and so they wanted to kind of 
put a spotlight on that. Nice. I didn't. I haven't read the article. I think it just came out yesterday. But it came out know, a few days. Yeah. But but just having that around, like those are the people that that are out there every day that they're going to be something bigger, you mm-hmm. know, and, and those are the people that you want to like connect with, connect with. Right. Well, and that was a goal of mine. Um, before you had met me, uh, what, what's up? It just stopped, huh? Hold on. I can edit this out. No, it's fine. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, recording? Oh, I thought you were showing me. Don't mess with again. me like that. You're going to the bathroom again. Did you say wine? Yeah. <laughs> you got him on that wine. I got him on that wine. You got him on that wine, dude. <laughs> um, He's all, I'm actually just going to have some wine, brother. <laughs> Fucking wine over here. Yeah. Wine's great, man. I no love, ca- I love zero wine. calories. Uh, but, but wine is like a different drunk, right? It's like it is. It's like you're buzzing and you feel good. It's like usually happy, you know. And have you ever gone like too drunk off wine? Oh, dude, I, I, I grew up in a in, in a in a Chilean and Italian family, and yeah, I've yeah. been drinking wine for a long time. Oh, okay, fuck yeah, I've gotten way too drunk, but you know, it's it's interesting because the hangover is completely different. Yeah, when you get drunk off wine. Sure. It's like whoa, but they're grapes, dude. It's like yeah. I, I love like it's 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 a different buzz, it's a different hangover, you know. Mm-hmm. It, I know, and and it's a um, you know they say if you drink a glass of wine every day that it's really healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people you kind of extend that and they're like, you know, if one glass is good, how about a whole bottle? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, what I was saying, I got, was, I got friends that love box of wine. Oh, yeah. I've never had that. They prefer it. Wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Teach your own. (laughs) But but it's funny. You're like, it doesn't matter. You know, now, like, wines, a lot of wines aren't, like, cork wines. Mm. You know, it's like screw uh, tops or box. And there's some really quality stuff being produced. So, you know, you never know. You can't, uh, you know, judge a book by its color. Yeah, you can't judge. Look, people. Don't judge the box wine because when you open that box is a bag, and then when you do is you go to a party and you have everyone slap that bag, (laughs) (laughs) and then you just give a little bit to everybody. No glasses needed. Yep, yep. (laughs) They even come with a uh, little. It's like a. It's like a Gatorade, you know, like um, thing. It's like a little spout. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. So, Um, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So about meeting other people being like with the community of other sure. like hip hop artists and stuff. That was something I really strive to do bef- about a year. Has it been a year now? It's been a year. Uh, last year around this time, I was like, you know, I need, I, I came out, I'm doing music. I I did my album. Um, I'm trying to do more shows, but I was like, what I really need to do is again, surround myself with people that are doing the same thing. And right. like, that will want me, that'll want me to get, will make me want to get better. It becomes a little competition, yeah. You know, but you're like, but it's friendly. But, but it's friendly. It's like, yo, what do you got? What do I got? Yeah. And let's go in the recording studio and let's do something. I mean, right. I just heard KB's new song, and I'm like, oh shit, I, I need KB's to get coming I, tight, and I need to get back in the studio. Like, like, and that was months ago. ago. That was months ago. That was six ago. months ago. Oh shit. Okay. It April. sounds good, man. I'm I mean, telling yeah. you, it sounds I th- good. I think KB's grown a lot in the last six months, so I can't wait to hear his new his new shit. Yeah, get get up in that. Uh, oh, trust Street me. You know, recording the album, studio. The album I just came out with. Half those songs were written almost about a year ago. When I wrote that one, though, I listened to the vibe and I was like, "This one's gonna drop in the winter." It has that. Like, mm. I feel like mm. if I was in college and I was doing my homework on a winter night, cozy and shit, 
that's the type of shit I would slap on the side while I'm listening with the glass that's of wine. How, that's what yeah. it reminded me of. <laughs> with a glass of wine next to the fire. Exactly. Yeah. Think, think, <laughs> think about hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, but I, but then again, went uh, from 40s of wine. <laughs> it's also just a song that like, um, I was just hanging out at the homegirl's house one day. We're just mm. I didn't, I came over just to come over just. To, we're just just to chill, hanging out, chill, chill. Netflix and without <laughs> Netflix, the Netflix. Uh, but here and there, she plays Call of Duty. But uh, yeah, she just she just showed me these beats that she made. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? I like I like some of these beats. Like her new beats were kind of cool, mm. right? And they were kind of like were closer to my style. Yeah. So yeah. then uh, then she just started making a beat just for no reason, just cause, right? And, and then like the after the first two instruments that she lays down, I'm like. Yo, I just I, I I I randomly just started spitting out loud what was on my mind, and then from there I just started writing. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna get this beat off you, and then she just kept working nice. on I'm it. I'm sorry, who was this? It was Baby Chris. Oh, Baby Chris. Okay. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I ended up she, we ended up making a song. It goes. It goes, man. It goes. So when yeah. you putting out this uh, song? Uh, it's you said it was winter. <laughs> it's winter is now. Is it winter yet, or is it? Are we still in the fall? December. December, isn't, January, February. Is I was going to say, isn't Daylight Savings this weekend? Yeah, so, I so now it's we're about to be. September through November. So technically it's the fall. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, see, I was I see thinking about putting... I want, it's going to be out before 2017. Um, I got someone working on my artwork. And then... Nice. Yeah. Loving it. So what, what else you got uh, What else you got in your pocket as far as songs or... You trying to come up with an EP or you trying to get in the studio and record? I know you've been... Uh, going pretty hard with your DJ, you know, at least three, four nights a week. So yeah. putting in that work after Visual Street Films, and he goes in and puts in work, and that's kind of going back to the you know the grind, yeah, and just yeah, doing yeah. it every day. If you if you say you want to do something, I want to be an artist, but you ain't recording or writing music, you ain't yeah. doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I actually I'm, took a little I'm break from, like, from after my album, but anyways. <laughs> but now I've you ever, got podcasts. Yeah, yeah, shit. exactly. Uh, everything I've ever done with music always came with a plan, mm. and I don't like to talk about it too much. Usually, I like to. Oh, just, that's like, good. I like to like because I like to surprise like everyone. You know, I like to like. <laughs> I, I like to, I like to keep it until until it drops. I'm like, all right, now they know, but like promote it hard when it does come. But um. So your last album was 21. You're 23 now. Shit. Huh? No, he's 22. I'm 23 now. Wait, you're 23 I now? I just turned 23. I dropped 21 when I was 22. I finished 21 when I was oh. 22. So I <laughs> stopped a year behind, you know? when I turned okay. 22. Well, I actually thought you were a year younger than me, but we're the same age. I just he's all respect your elders, month. motherfucker. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're the same age, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. But you, thought, turned, you turned 21. Yeah. 23 I turned 23 yeah. uh, June. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> what's my birthday again? <laughs> June 27th. That's when I turned 23. All right, this is the first time I'm telling anybody this, but just Ooh. period, me and my DJ and, like, the people who I've worked with, like, already before, uh-huh. like, always, we always had plans to build our buzz together, and I'm still working on that, but I'm more working on myself than them, mm. you know? Like, I'm, I'm not worried about them. They, I told them, y'all got to worry about yourself because I got to worry about me. And y'all need to worry about yourself, anyways. Wait, so when you say them, like is this is like a group. Like, I who's using them? Beats to people. I used to. Uh, I had my group. Mm-hmm. We all have. Well, my group didn't technically break up. We kind of just had like altercations and and fell out. That's a breakup. Sounds like a breakup. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> was we're there still a dear, on, like, dear John letter? Well, either way, man. Like, <laughs> like we've linked up and still been on the same page, but yeah, but like you're cool. 
Yeah, we're cool. But like, just, same with me, man. All the people I, I used to we rap with. We still have with, plans, though. They, oh, okay. they just can't be reached right now. But you're no. staying in your own lane and working on yourself right now, which is you yeah. know, really good. And then, yeah, work and on yourself. So, so uh, I want to drop an EP on spring break, like when spring break week. Oh, hits. when spring break comes out. Until then, I'm just gonna drop music and okay. Yeah, just little, drop singles, drop yeah, shit on SoundCloud, you know? get people to gauge in. I'm gonna see just what entertain people until then. But when spring break comes, like there'll be an EP, and I'm not gonna say nothing about the EP, but I do know how I want it set up. Good, good. Yeah. yeah, it's best not to talk about it. Best to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, but there is such a thing. I mean, like with new media today, you know, people are dropping hints all the time. You're talking about buzz, and, you know, sometimes you don't want to give everything away, mm. but you got Snapchat and Facebook yeah. and Twitter and Instagram. You got to create a little bit of, bu- of a buzz. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. You were talking about, Doesn't you know, you your, uh, Bulletproof, you know, Monk, your new album that just came out, and you're like, oh, I didn't even really promote it at all and yeah then i just put it out yeah i kind of did yeah it, no that is true i purposely did that because i just felt i mean i don't know what i felt <laughs> like i'm thinking about it now like what was my disease like my reasoning behind that one was just get it out there because i had been lagging on it for a while like that album was done for a while it's just i was lagging on it you know it just kind of wasn't getting to it or there were a few things that needed to be to, to be tweaked here and there but i just wasn't get into it you want to be like dr dre and you know perfect yeah there's just some things like you know fuck but how are you using social media new media today you know to kind of get the word get like some more exposure which is something you know i didn't have growing up right well so you know there's this podcast obviously you got your 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 twitter your instagram and you know i try to stay posting as much as i can but you know some days it's just i don't know i'm not feeling it but i know i should i that's the key it's posting every day putting out content is it every day or like do like schedule like what do you think how do you think that's going to move forward like, i think it's going to have to go more of a schedule thing yeah. like okay it's so this time well, well like 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 and it doesn't you know, take that much time out of your day sure. that's the whole thing but like, you have to have content yes I think it takes longer to come up with a caption no <laughs> <laughs> but content but content, content is, is bit, king and right? i feel like that's really the most important thing is if you have content people will come to it that's why i started this podcast like yeah. so i can have another avenue to do things sure. other than music and, and just posting things online like i could just talk here you know i don't really do any uh like social commentary on my facebook or anything like that like mm-hmm. i see a lot of people me, do I and was- i just kind of stay away from that like i just i i, I feel like Facebook for me isn't the place to talk about an important issue or something like that. Even though a lot of people feel like it is, and that's great, you know. As well, long it becomes people's journals, right? Exactly, and it, and it lets people know more about causes and everything like that. But I'm just like, for me, like I don't feel like it's important for me to post everything I'm thinking about on Facebook. Like I'd rather talk about it. You know, yeah. I'll have a podcast. I'll talk sure. about. It. We could talk about these issues. We can, you know. I just don't want to. It seems well, fake to me almost, but it, I know it's not. I know people are genuine, but it just seems almost fake to me about but like some things can get lost in translation. Exactly. When you're just writing it down, and if you don't have, you know, you can say anything you want on Facebook, and there's not for the most part, there's not going to be any retaliation. So you have a yeah. lot of people that are coming out right now, and they're like saying just some the craziest shit, even including friends. You're like, damn, we grew up together, man. You you really think like that? Right, you're voting for Trump. Oh shit! Nah, <laughs> we got to come back to the politics, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Tuesday, man, go out and vote. Tuesday, go out and yeah, vote. really, people, like, go go out and vote. When this podcast comes out, it will be Sunday, and then we'll have two more days to vote. And then when we come back next week, 
We will have a new president of the United States. We'll see who it is. Hillary but, Clinton so, or Donald Trump. I most likely think it's going to be Hillary Clinton. Or we're hoping. I, either way, yeah. you know, but... It's going to be, man. I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. I don't want her, but I don't want Trump. We definitely don't want Trump, you yeah. know, but... but the, so I don't want of, either, to some, be honest. Some just the, to be on the sure, record. Yeah, Bernie all the way, right? Mm-hmm. But some of the issues, like, we're like the, the South North Dakota right now and the, the pipeline. The pipeline, yeah. Like, what do you think that's going on? What's going on right there? And why is it happening in this day and age, man? Well, so it's crazy. There is a law that prohibits from this kind of shit happening of companies going over uh, whatever this tribe deems to be a sacred site. And in this case, it's a burial ground where they're trying to build a pipeline through. Sure. Very sacred, you know? It's the, they're dead. Um, but then... Oh, geez, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, it's it's a it, you know it's like you would never go and build something on top of like a, a Christian church. Yeah, like that's like oh my god, no way. But that's what we're doing, and and above and beyond that, I mean, there's there's that level of it, but mm-hmm. there's th- they use the river as a drinking water, and it's very close. Like yeah. there's already been things. There's it was supposed to be in another neighborhood where they were like, hey, that's gonna happen, so we're gonna. Um, you know, take this and 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 rework they just the move plans. Over. Yeah. So there's a lot of people out there, so you know, supporting um, for this not to happen. And Obama just came out today, and he was like, "Oh, well, we're going to wait a few weeks." Yeah. So that's the thing I was going to say. I guess Obama, because it is a law, you can't mess with these sacred sites. But I guess if it's not enforced, because it's a state, it's a whole you know state versus federal type sure. of thing. So I'm sure the state, the state of North Dakota is allowing this to happen, giving the permission to the, to the oil company to do this, you know, to build a pipeline. But I guess all, Obama could just come in and just be like, yo, this is, that's the law. Like he could leave him alone. St- at least stop it for a while, like yeah. a, a few weeks or, you know, just, yeah. but he's not doing it. And, and, and that's very surprising you know, uh, it's his last week. It's his last week. It's his last week. That, that could be the most, one of the most important things he could do. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now, for sure. Definitely. Uh, I think people are going to have a bad taste after this, you know. And, mm, but yeah. I, I think Obama did a lot of really great things. Obviously, could Yeah, do we actually talked about this in the last podcast awesome. about the, the. We went through, if you want to go back, I think it's two episodes ago. Um, me and Damien talked about promises that were either kept or weren't kept uh, during the Obama campaign, you know, like 2008, the whole, you know, yes, we can hope all that shit. You know, people got caught up in that. And, you know, I'll even say I got caught up in it, too, you know, and didn't really look at the facts and everything or what the policies were and yada, yada, yada. But either but, way, know, I mean, who, who else would you? I don't even remember who was running. <laughs> McCain. 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 You really, I mean, come on, McCain. I, I mean, wasn't able to vote at the time. Yeah. So, so but, but still, it's like. You know what's it's it's the lesser two evils, oh, sure. so they Thank say. You. you know, it's a lesser of two evils, and in this case, they're both fucking pretty far. There's some really in bad terms shit. of Trump and Hillary, yeah, 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 exactly. But all day, I think Hillary, you know, I kinda, like, you got to trust the, the longtime politician, yeah. and and they say, oh well, do you do you want to have another eight years of of Obama? Well, you know, it wasn't. It's so not bad. too bad right now. <laughs> It was way better. It was way better than fucking Bush. than eight years of Bush. Hell I know yeah. that for a fact. Hell yeah. Well, and then like that's the whole thing. Like uh, the first four years was what cleaning up what Bush did. 
Jesus Christ, the first probably fucking six years. And it wasn't just Bush. I mean, there was the, the we had the most powerful vice president and Dick Cheney ever to be a vice president. And, yeah, and, might as well just call him the president. Oh, for real, man. I mean, and, and as a puppet, like George Bush was just basically a puppet, a daddy's puppet or, you know, mm-hmm. Cheney. Cheney, vice president, motherfucker shoots somebody in the face. And, oh, and the oops. dude apologizes to Cheney. <laughs> my bad, my bad. You you just got in my way, bro. I thought you had, uh, you were fucking. You must have smoked that weed that grows antlers and shit. Oh, you know. God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen uh, uh, Grandma's Boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, do I have antlers? <laughs> I can hear my hair growing. You know, it's funny. Someone via Matt Childs. Thank you, thank you, Matt. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. Uh, a dude at the Boom Boom Room last weekend was dressed up as Neo. <laughs> and the my one? first, the one, the one. My first instinct was thinking of the dude from Grandma's Boy. For sure. <laughs> I He's am a, not a robot. Please sit on my face. Please sit on my face. So how did he even see me? <laughs> Dude, that movie. If you haven't seen Grandma's Boy. Go watch. Go Stop watch this podcast it. right now. Go, go watch Grandma's Boy. Go watch Boy. that shit. It is one of the hilar- hey, most hilarious things you can I'm going to I'm gonna have to tap out. Okay, it's all good. We're going to finish up soon anyways. Well, I mean, I haven't seen Grandma's Boy, so, you know, I can't be about to. Oh, oh, you can't okay. talk. Oh, I can't talk about KB. it. Okay. No, it's fine. got to be up on your shit. Um, speaking of things that uh, we watched, you told me you watched Black Mirror. Dude, uh, Black Mirror. I, I watched one episode. It was the uh, And I was going to say, is that the only thing you saw? That's the only thing. I mean, oh, okay. So my girlfriend gets mad. She's like, you know, like, well, if we watch something together. And I got a little bit, my time is different. Right. right? I can kind of, I can sit here and just watch something and, and, and you know, and I'll watch the whole season. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And then she'll just get so pissed. Because you watch the whole thing. And, yeah. and then she's just like, I'm not. She's like, I'm not going to fucking watch it. I'm like, but who am I going to talk to about it? uh, (laughs) (laughs) But great thing about Black Mirror is, uh, like I told you, it's not uh, serialized. It's it's anthology. So each episode is its own story. It's very singular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like that. Um, Yeah, I would recommend checking out. But but you have you seen it yet? Oh, I've been on a binge right now. Okay, so I've I'm halfway through season three and I finished season one. I started season two, but then I was like, I kind of want to get on the new season. Okay. So I watched season three. I watched the first three episodes. I got a, I got a binge now, but but yeah. how? What did you think about the first episode? Like you know, that was, that was too real. Yes. Okay. But see, that's funny. That's the first episode of Black Mirror you've seen. Yeah. Uh, it get it's Black Mirror is usually darker. Like okay, darker, like way I mean, I darker. Like, I like it dark. Well, so you know that 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 episode has like some like truth of realism to it. Like it just seems really close to home. Like the it's it, like this credit ratings and social media and yeah. and like hey oh we, yeah if people people are listening uh, stop listening if you haven't seen Black Mirror because stop stop listening. listening. But anyway, we're only going to talk about that it's first. Very episode. well done. But um, yeah, but that episode is you know you can it's a world where everyone rates everything. Every interaction you have, you rate them. You give them five, five stars. stars. Yeah, you give them five. Oh, you said hello to me on the elevator. I'll right. give you five stars. Sure. Bam, bam, bam. So every every aspect, it's Instagram, but real life. Right. It's it's the likes. It's how many likes you get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's and a, then it's the Kardashians. But the crazy part is like in this uh, future because what black mirror is it's sci-fi dealing with technology either in the present day or like in the near future it seems like it's like two years from now right <laughs> Maybe five, exactly you know? but you should see some other episodes okay. they kind of jump ahead but um anyways that whole thing of like uh, people instantly liking each other and like the thing is like you, everyone's like rated on a score 
And like the higher you are, the more influence you have on others. And yeah, you become an influencer. Yeah, that and like you can do certain things that other people can't. So it's like a credit rating almost. You know, sure. we're already there. We're already there, but it's, it's a like, credit it's, rating. It's but it's it's instant. Well, and it's about interactions and people, feelings, well, emotions. So you know, I, I get like so the theory behind that, it, like what I I would imagine is. Um, you know, you got to be nicer to people. You know, it kind of promotes yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, yeah, a yeah. better person. And so, if you're a five star, four point six, you're a nicer person. You have, you know, influence. You have a career where you help people. You know, people like you. You know, you're liked. But if you have a one point eight, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah. that's not that's not true. It's just you don't care about this rating system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, right. But it, it's very scary. It's very scary how that we're looking at people and they're like, "Damn, this fool's got like." You know, ten thousand, twenty thousand people on Instagram. He's got he 10 must be doing views. tight. Yeah. He must be doing something tight. And then you see the content, and you're like, "Who the fuck? What?" Like, you know I, what? I, I know a shit. My friend, he ain't never gonna hear this. Nah, yeah. so no one look, listens to this. I, I know this. Boy, he ain't even my friend because past shit. Just don't but, say names. But um, he has a girlfriend, right? We'll First call her all, Diana. When she wipes her makeup off, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, no. Damn, you like Instagram fine. Like, no. And then she's a model and she's like, uh, she got like 10,000 followers on Instagram. We're just like, damn, what did she do? Like, you're not that sick. In my head, I'm like, you ain't that, that sick. sick. <laughs> In fact, she's fucking like an airhead. Most oh, of the time yeah. I'm like, no, so well, I'm like, sorry. You said model you and you're, you're surprised. Though, like, but <laughs> no, no, no. I love, I love models. Yeah. The followers don't smart. mean shit. It's probably just a bunch of guys checking out this chick. Cause mm. she's, you know, well, if you look at a video, like you go to YouTube, you look at a video, and the thumbnail is a chick, a hot chick with, you know, yeah. usually with some fake ass titties. Like you're gonna be like, yeah, well, fuck it, why not? I'm gonna click. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like yeah. some stupid and shit. You're gonna, well, that not just click. I'm gonna let me go see the rest of their profile. <laughs> let me let me scroll through all their. Pictures. Let me let Facebook me stalker and Instagram stalker yeah. for the last you know twenty weeks. <laughs> 120 weeks. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you really do go past the like last 20 weeks. You better not like shit. And then you do it like, you know, you're like, you're like, oops, you like, you did, you did it by mistake. And you're like, oh shit, take it back. <laughs> if she's ugly or fat, you wouldn't dare clicking on that button, like to even check her profile. It's like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We're going to talk about Trump. Oh boy. <laughs> and then you still don't follow her because you know she's not going to follow back. But yeah. so, so that's, the, you know, the, the, the current situation with, you know, Instagram, uh, you know, famous. And I mean, it can be good. I mean, I know a lot of photographers that are doing their shit. Oh, yeah. And they, they put up their work and organically, you know, like they just... People are just looking people up love. pictures of the, the city and like, bam. Or food. Or, or whatever food. it is. Yeah, like there's like these like uber <laughs> niche. And, and I think that's great. You know, I mean, yeah, you yeah. got uh, people like Van Styles, uh, LA photographer, I never heard of him at all until Instagram, and the dude kills it. Like, yeah. like people are really want to work with him. Again, right? it goes back to the, the content. The content. You got to have the dope content. But uh, what my understanding is, like, for example, like, uh, Kardashian clan. Like, mm-hmm. your content is just bitching. And, your I mean, content you're, you're, is bullshit. It's, bull- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the grass is greener on the other side, but why is it greener? It's because your shit's fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. fake grass. Uh, but you know like the Jenners <laughs> now like they got fucking I mean they make so much money from being them and them is not a really a beautiful person like inside mm-hmm. like so like where where are we going to go in society after this mm, yeah 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 what do you think do you think it's going to be the point system 
Renault, because that's a, that was the interesting thing. If we go, we're going back go to Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the interesting about that, some fake shit. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't seem like there was any money system. Was there? Uh, Did you see anyone handing money to no, someone? No, no, no. I think they made it, it seemed a point everything not was, to. Everything was points. Yeah. Everything was... Or, well, the, one of the things about? is like... like the, the show we're talking Black Mirror. <laughs> Gotta get on this shit. Gotta get okay, on this go shit, but... Go. <laughs> Don't worry. We won't talk too, too much about it. Because I actually do want to do a Black Mirror episode with Damien. Because Damien is the one who told me to go watch it. Dope. And so, uh, yeah. We gotta, thank you, Dame. Great recommendation. Just, I, I'm gonna uh, binge watch the third season. Just watch Shut Up and on. Dance from season three. Fucking harrowing. Uh, anyways, oh, okay. So that's what I would say. Uh, since you only saw that first episode, mm-hmm. go back to the beginning. Go okay. watch season one, episode one. So, so you you, you wouldn't recommend them to watch the, the the third season right now? Just go back. Go back because oh, yeah. you, I right. I want you to get a sense of what Black Mirror really no. is because I, like I felt the, like that episode was a little watered down from okay. what they usually do. Okay, I, I like the idea. I, I like the content. I yeah. like I like the production. The idea I, was there. Yeah. The idea, I like it. I mean, but so Black Mirror does that still stand for? I like, think it the does. Phone? I think it does. Yes, because every time the but when the, before the show the show begins, they do a little loading screen mm-hmm. and it says Black Mirror, and then the screen breaks. So yes, Got I think it. that is yes. I like um, it. It is a mirror. I mean, dude, we're talking about selfies and shit, and mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, I have the Osmo that I use for work, but that's like. You know the ultimate selfie. You know, the ultimate you, selfie you stick. Could, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You can walk and talk and put a mic to it and Turn light it around. And, and, and like kids today, like my niece, like grew up with a camera. Uh, the day she was born, she I had, had a camera. camera in her face, right? Mm-hmm. And she grew up, and now she's like, "Oh, Uncle Orange, Uncle Orange, take a picture of me." You know, like she's all good with it. She you know, versus it. like you know people that are older generation, they're like, "Nah, mm-hmm. man, I don't want to be in front of the camera." Right, 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 right. Yep. Oh damn. Yeah, you're gonna have to get used to it. Let me hide. <laughs> oh, just straight face, mug face. Just mug the Wait, camera. Wait, is this you or your mom? <laughs> so you just mug. no, you gotta smile, bro. <laughs> so you just Come mug. On. It's your mama. You gotta <laughs> smile. Yeah, give the one smile, and then you can do the mug. <laughs> Years from now, you're going to regret that. Yeah. Years from now, you're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I regret that because I did that. I did that when I was in high school. And then now I look back, I'm like, oh, God, just or, fucking smile, Rolf. Well, do you, like, remember, do you remember the days going like Hillsdale Mall? I mean, or, or you know, any mall for that matter. And the your parents were buying you clothes. Maybe they were, maybe they're not. Maybe they buy one pair of jeans or whatever. But you're like walking 20 feet ahead of them. You're like, I ain't with my mom. Oh, mom, I really want these pants. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or these shoes, oh, yeah. or these shoes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I asked a friend, I remember being 13, asking my friend, hey, do you ever be embarrassed if mom's your mom? He said, yeah. <laughs> After that, I wasn't embarrassed no more. Uh, <laughs> that's you an knew, everything. You knew he was going through the struggle. That's with an adolescent yeah, thing, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But shit, I mean, the parents that are involved, you, you, you when you're older, you're like, man, I'm glad my dad was you know, coach of the baseball team or like, you know, was involved in my life because the parents that aren't that have to work too much or whatever, you know, my, my parents didn't go a lot of my games. And, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, damn, I wish they did, you know, like I, I wish they had the time or they could make it happen. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's integral part of growing up. Yeah, definitely. I, I say the same. It's like support. I wish, yeah. I wish my parents were there. They weren't, but I wish they were there. 
Right. I'm extremely grateful that both my parents were around, even though I lost my dad a couple years ago. But I'm extremely grateful but that your he dad was, around. was really around from baseball, right? I mean, he was really engaged. Uh, big, he was wasn't it? like he never played it, but he no, would but always go. You, he would always games. go to my games. He would always go to my practices. I was like, Dad, get out of here. What the fuck are you doing? Who does like, that? But that's dope, <laughs> though, man. No, that is dope. I, but I remember at the time, I was because it was in high school, and yeah. I'm like, what are, what are you doing here? Like, Was get it your ride? Was it your ride? Yeah, eventually at the end of practice, but I'm just like, he's there from like the beginning to yeah. the end. I'm like, Dad, this is practice. Get out of here. So, <laughs> so at that point, he, you're like an investment, and he wants to make sure that uh, his investment turns out. Oh, dude, I was gonna. I was about to go the route of of college baseball. Yeah. Like baseball was gonna be my life. Like I was about to go that route. And when I had decided not to do that, I had I felt like a sense of uh, disappointment from my dad about like, what do you mean you're just gonna stop playing baseball? You're, you're gonna you're gonna make music? <laughs> Did you well, say- no, that's what I'm saying. So that's like I understand that now. When he was like, he was probably very con- he was probably very confused. I was like, he was like, what? You're gonna, you're gonna quit baseball? You're gonna you're gonna make music? What? I've never seen you make music before. Which <laughs> 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 dad, I got Fruity Loops now, man. I got Fruity Loops. <laughs> I got Logic. It's good, right. like you know. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> yo, I'm about to spit hot fire, mama. Anyways, I was gonna say we should probably wrap it up. That's been almost two hours. It, it, it seemed like twenty minutes, man. Really? No, no. But see, now you know how it good. feels like to be on the other side of the interview. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I interview a lot. No, I a know, lot yeah, of people, of and, and and KB knows he's this fool's like falling asleep. I'm falling asleep, and <laughs> okay. Last time I fell asleep was Orange County. Oh, you actually fell asleep during the interview? I was falling asleep. <laughs> oh, it was that old guy. Well, they're all old, but but but. I'm the and I'm interviewing right, but but he didn't give me a chance to like talk. No, I remember like, I, I and, was um, and going I, through that. And, oh, you were going, you were editing. Yeah. So like, I like to engage and ask questions and lead the way. But he kept talking and talking, talking and talking. And, talking. <laughs> and like, I'm pretty good about kind of cutting people off sometimes. Like I'm literally fucking like my eyes are like this sleeping, and but I'm still doing this. And Chris, Chris is fucking blowing in my ear and my blowing in my neck, like, and I'm like, and I look Stay at awake. her, I'm like, I'm like, thanks, girl. Like, actually, that really, really helped. <laughs> but the content was there. The dude was a fucking magic man. He was, mm-hmm. he was on it. He knew his industry. He, he. Um, well, it's funny when I was going through that footage. I like, you know, just listening to what I was listening. It's like I remember there was a point where he's like, I, I know I'm droning on, but let me. Keep- <laughs> Yeah, what, what made you give? Uh, how could you tell? My fuck, me sleeping and snoring, or, or or fucking my crew blowing in my ear. I just yeah. By the funny. way, the fucking batteries are dead. You haven't uh, been recording yeah. for hours. Oh, so boy, <laughs> but it was good. It was a great trip. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, um. I hope you guys enjoyed that. This, Go vote. This. <laughs> this podcast. And come check us out. This is the crew of Visual Street Films. Yeah. Well, I was about to say that. I was going to give you uh, give you a chance to give, uh, do any shout-outs. Uh, any, well, any, not shout-outs, but like do all your plugs. Where, where can we find you guys at? No, it's easy. Uh, uh, visualstreet.tv, just the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're all about creative artists. 
We are doing podcasts. We are embedded into the Bay Area local scene, whether it be music. um, We are surrounded by artists and companies alike, uh, plumbers, uh, um, HVAC. You know, we're doing fashion stuff. The whole nine, man. And and we're just excited about the great things that are happening. So check us out on Facebook, Visual Street Films. Check us out. Twitter as well. Uh, We're Visual Street TV, Twitter. Well, you're on Twitter. Twitter's dying. (laughs) Twitter's dying. But Instagram, Instagram. Visual Street TV. Twitter's kind of dying. Dude, Twitter's on its way. They, they out. just killed Vine, which was like their. No way, Vine's gone now. Vine is they gone. Killed. Twitter. I was on Vine for a good minute. Twitter owns it. I was on. I was on Vine for a good minute. Or owned it. No, <laughs> and Vine was so 2012. Get out of here. <laughs> Vine famous. KB, Vine um, famous. <laughs> where can we find you at? Where can we find all your stuff? I was about to say spell it. Capital B E E. You can also find it on YouTube. You can go on datpiff.com and you can also go on datass.com <laughs> backslash KB. Uh, just look up KB on Google. You'll find it all. And then on top of that, or look up Bless Me Stress and shout out to the whole Bless Me Stress squad. There's like seven of them out there. They all got Yee. some content out there that you can look up too. And. My homie, and Baby Chris, and Visual Street Films and Fonz. So, hey. um, yeah, just look up all those names I just named. Cool. Right Do that, everyone. And uh, we'll be back next week. Damien will be back. He'll tell us all about the, the live stream. It'll be fun. We'll get to talk about who our fucking new president is. So I'm sure that will be interesting. Um, anyways, uh, I'm Fonz. You can catch me at Fonz underscore official. I always have trouble with that. Um, you can find this podcast along with along uh, all my music on fonsmusic.com. And uh, cop the album. I just came out. Bulletproof Monk. It's available on all streaming services. Spotify, Pandora, uh, SoundCloud, very, very Apple good. Music. Thank you, Alonzo. And um, also you can buy it on iTunes. I'm getting my physical CDs in. So that's going to be coming. You can order those online. And uh, yeah, I think that that'll be it for us now. For the awfulest podcast there is. Uh, we usually say this thing at the end of each podcast. Uh, so if you could just say it with me, love each other. So that's how we end the podcast. So, you know, everyone, love, love each, each other. Love each other. You gotta love each other. <laughs>